Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. So, you know the intro I do every single week? Yeah. I started to think whether it's too much. Oh, so you want to just go like a cold start like Raw does now. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. There you go. Is this the cold open now? Is this how we do it? Well, it's cold because I forgot to turn the radio out before you came in. <laughs> Very comfortable. Oh, lovely. So, uh, my thing is the wrestling. Okay. Wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, gimmicks. Yeah. Good, helpful. So, hello everybody, welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. It's like my gimmick, you know yeah. what I mean? So do I bin it off or do I keep it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we put it to the listener base? Or maybe try a different gimmick. Have a different gimmick each. See, I, I, know, I know there's like, you know, a few of our friends that listen to this. Yeah. So I envision them listening to it quite often and like saying the intro along with me, like I would with The Rock or Road yeah. Rock or something. I, 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 think, I think keep it. I mean, everyone's going to be surprised there's been like two podcasts in, a, in the, the normal weekly run, yeah, isn't it? It's impressive. more than one in a month. <laughs> it's incredible. It was pretty much our record last year, by the way. Yeah. I mean, considering <laughs> we set, right, for 2022, we're going to do most of the year on this Bret Hart thing and we're in 2023, which is incredible. But, you sure. know, real life, health, work, yeah, work, absolutely. work. Getting in the Kids, way. Kids, families, houses. <laughs> Fucking families. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely to be in person. Oh, it's lovely. Happy New Year. It's the first time I've seen you since you almost died. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you healthy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, in, I'm enjoying... I stood on the scales this morning. I was like, what's that 13 doing as a front number? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, it turns out being really ill has really helped. Like, cool. why... How I spent all those years in wrestling trying to maintain like around the 14 stone level, like the 195, 196 pounds got, yeah. I think around October time, I was about 15 stone. And I was like, why have I been doing all this exercise? Why don't I just get sick? <laughs> <laughs> so much easier. Hey kids, if you want to lose weight, yeah. don't put time in, in the gym. Get a horrible fatigue syndrome. Bulimia. <laughs> no, <laughs> because I, again, like last night, my wife, uh, last day before she went away for a week of work. Sure. Was like, yeah. Lads on tour. Lads on tour <laughs> yeah. at home with the kids. <laughs> Pfizer workers on tour. Pfizer workers on tour. Um and and she was like, Yeah, so um, I've just got this massive kebab and then she like ate this like donner and chicken shish in front of me and I was like, Yep, I've had a cracker and a ginger nut. So fuck you. Yeah, fucking eight, On the plus yeah. point though, ginger Filthy, nuts. Dude. Really enjoying them. Really enjoying like the old nut. ginger nut. Yeah, sure. But what I mean, we're okay at the moment. Um obviously I'm trying to find which foods trigger me feeling quite bad. Yeah, sure. And bread doesn't seem to do well but my daughter really wanted hot dogs for dinner this evening and i find it very hypocritical if i say you must eat your dinner by the way i'm gonna eat something completely different mm, i mean even at her age she must be able to understand that you're not feeling well true but she's also picked up on for a while especially leading up to christmas she was trying to get away with things not eating things going i'm not feeling myself <laughs> So she didn't have to eat vegetables. I'm going to go for a lie down. Sure. And it's like, so some of the mannerisms of what I picked up with my, my nausea for eating, yeah. I'm like, right, I don't want this to carry on because that will just set me off what, even more. What a tricky one because it's a legitimate thing you're dealing with. But you've also got to educate uh, six, seven-year-old? She's six uh, in, yeah. in March, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. What a strange... It's awful. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's like, it's like self-punishment. It's like... <laughs> Well, I want her to eat her food and not think that she can make excuses of pretending to be ill. Sure. And you can tell, if because you could tell, because then she's always a case of going to bed going, I'd quite like something to eat now. It's like, of course you will. Really, that, my kid does that all the time. She'll lay in bed and be like, I'm hungry. You're like, but you ate like a whole pizza to yourself. <laughs> I don't think you're hungry. 
It's like, do you need to poop? Like, no. <laughs> like, okay, good stuff. Yeah, but it's just to stay awake, just to play, just to yeah. do something else that isn't going to bed. No, I, I felt a bit bad last last year because to my wife, she would go, I'm feeling very sad about something at school. Mm-hmm. And I'd say to her, if she did to me, going, all right, what is it then? Um, Noah isn't being very nice to me. And I was like, bloody Noah. My, my response is, I will talk to his mum in the playground tomorrow. And I will also talk to your teacher. Have you told your teacher? No. She told your teacher, I'll talk to his mum in the morning. And then in the morning, she's like, daddy, I think, I think maybe, no, Noah is nice to me. We're friends now. I was like, all right. <laughs> but then like, if my wife does bedtime, she sure. fucking does bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> She'll never listen to this. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, you know, last week you were talking about going to your skids, your kids' nativity. Thing. Yes. So uh, I didn't mention this this time because we kind of skipped into other things. But quickly, uh, my kid's autistic. Is you know, I don't know if any of our listeners know, but now you do. My kid's autistic. Hello. Uh, and so she goes to a specialist school, right? We went to go to the nativity. Yes. <laughs> it was the most fun i've ever had at a school thing ever it was basically about 15 kids just running riot and their parents are there so they're all hyper and they all want to impress yeah. and stuff there's literally kids climbing the walls <laughs> <laughs> what i'm seeing is sort of private school we've got beethoven your daughter's school primus oh uh, yeah pretty much <laughs> legit it was just the funniest like adventure ever like my kids as chill as anything like she's generally pretty good as gold uh so she's got her own little friendship group and they're sitting there and there she loves singing sings her favorite oh, thing in the world and so she's singing all the songs baby metal the... well yeah she does love baby metal <laughs> yeah. she loves like uh like dubstep and metal and she's really getting into punk recently which oh, nice. is kind of weird like i try and play it she loves like disney stuff and everything yeah. else as well but yeah big punk kid like she'll sit in the back of the car and be like dad music good <laughs> like yeah i mean music terrible well, on, on the subject of uh oh christmas it's christmas yeah it's about to so, say first of all here is something for your daughter merry christmas oh, to her i will save it for her for tomorrow <laughs> I thought you were about to say, i'll save that for christmas one present less to buy it's christmas and merry christmas to you sir oh, thank you sir i'm gonna open yours and then i'm gonna give you oh okay. okay excellent so, again always good for a uh, an audio podcast <laughs> this is that thing where like i'm I'm certain I'm on the spectrum a little bit. And like, you know, uh, Sheldon in the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, we have to monetary value our gifts. Oh, no, <laughs> so no, now no. I'm like, no. hmm, how much have you spent? And is my gift rubbish compared to my gift? No. no, I know it's not no. a problem. <laughs> but like, that's what immediately goes through my head every time. So if I'm ever very bad with gifts, that's why. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, yay. Oh, amazing. Dude, that's actually like the star player guy I wanted. Thank you so much. Yeah. He's the man who throws barrels. <laughs> Uh, for the reference of an audio podcast is a Blood Bowl character from my Norse Blood Bowl team mate he's awesome thank you very much Thorson Stoutmead (laughs) it's a fucking great name (laughs) so your present needs context oh okay so you I'm just going to say died (laughs) (laughs) so you died I died you got better yeah, I, I lawlered myself. Again. I died at ringside. Everyone stopped doing commentary for a little bit. <laughs> you no soul death. You got up and kept going. Like, Fucking Mark. <laughs> if you listen to last week's podcast, which you absolutely should, uh, yeah, Trinity Brawl was amazing. You were talking about how like you were meant to be in bed for like a week and then you couldn't and stuff. Yeah. So I bought you this at that time. Oh. Going, this is definitely something that will help in that endeavor. Oh, how um, exciting! But then there was the postal strike. <laughs> 
<laughs> so this actually arrived about a week after Christmas. So hey Rishi, happy Christmas. Hey Rishi, pay our postmasters for a living wage. <gasps> Look at it! It's a September 1992 WWF magazine with Papa Shango on the front. <laughs> it was meant to be so you had something to read while you were in bed. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! There's something about nails in here. Look at the condition of it as well. It's well good. Who who gave that child cornrows in the back page? <laughs> oh man! Thank white, you so much. This is awesome. It's all right, man. Wait a minute. I don't think this article would be allowed today. <laughs> Some of the stuff they've got. Tatanka and his new Indian nation of exclusively white Americans. <laughs> yeah, I had a good laugh, like, flicking through it. There's some very, very stupid, funny oh, stuff. In there. Ice cream bars. Forms for, like, WWE of merch and such. Oh, I love this. The big boss man after being battered up by nails. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, man, I remember that feud. I remember when he debuted. That's how old I am. Oh, crushing his... Uh- <laughs> crushing his tight yellow uh, spandex this is awesome oh man it's all good man. I'm so excited to when I next die oh look there are the order forms <laughs> Repo Man had his own merch so you know what I was thinking did Russo do that magazine do you think because he was the mag guy before actually but maybe too early 92 I imagine Vince has still got his grubby mitts all over it you know I'm, I'm wondering if there's any sort of like editorial oh here it is uh, chief editor no Russo's not mentioned on there yeah I didn't think so man. the uh, publishing editor-in-chief was uh, Thomas H.W. Emmanuel nice oh amazing yeah, eBay's amazing what you can find on there isn't it editorial technical advisor Howard Finkel <laughs> hey oh Finkel oh this is awesome <clears throat> and I see on, on the page I'm looking at the moment there are two wrestlers who feature on today's show Bret Hart and The Undertaker Oh, this so, is awesome thank you so much this is so right, cool thank you for amazing mine, <laughs> i genuinely appreciate it i think knowing warhammer yours is probably more expensive than mine <laughs> mate it's it's absolutely fine just making a joke about why mate, oh, that, man, it's fine. The, don't, don't take it too seriously it's fine <laughs> it's got papa shango on the front i've got him tattooed on my arm yeah exactly <laughs> he's your own buddy you met him right i love pa- well he, he he commented i said to him hey i got a tattoo of you on my arm and he's like that's incredible sure followed me on a bit of twitter doesn't follow me anymore you met him in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. It's incredible. At his club? I, no, he wasn't in his club, because obviously <laughs> he, he, was on, he was on the strip. Mm. Near his strip club. Near the club. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because when we went down to the, uh, the, the uh, Circus Circus end of the Vegas Strip, which okay. is a little bit rougher. Shady? Shady? No, let's 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 be middle class. Cheaper than the other parts of <laughs> sure, the sure. near stratosphere if you've if you've been to Vegas. But yeah. I haven't. And I was like, it's his arm. And he's like, that's really cool. And he wa- <laughs> and he wasn't like fucking weirdo. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about that. My brain just kind of wanders as it's known to. So uh, we will go on to this week's episode, I promise, in a second. Um but like I started to think about like in my job, there is a very strong chance that one day I will bump into Von Wagner. Yes. I'm like I think I'm very much like never meet your heroes type thing, right? But if I get the chance to meet him, the first thing I'm going to do is be like, hello, sir. I'm the biggest Beverly Brothers fan in the entire world. Yes. <laughs> Can we talk for a minute? Followed by, why aren't you using the Beverly name? Why? <laughs> oh, you're not good enough to use the Beverly name. Silver King, God damn it. <laughs> you want to get over? You want to get on that main roster? Mm. I wonder if he'll be in the Rumble. Uh, probably not. It's only 30 people, 30 men. Yeah, he's a big lad, though. Yeah. Depends who's in charge, really. <laughs> Vince McMahon is not in charge. Yeah, apparently not. He's just here to make sure that the uh, the sale rights go for as we said last week. Sure, sure. It's all fine. 
We will see. So today we are doing WWF Raw from the 31st of March, 1997, uh, part 12 of our Road to Montreal series. 15 episodes to go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But before we get started... I'm determined to get them done this year, by the way. Oh, yeah, 100%. Let's try and make this more consistent as much as we can with everything that goes on in our existence. Absolutely. But as you said, we're at the 31st of March, 1997. But do you want to know what's happening on the rival stations? I really do, because we've just had Barely Legal, or we're about to have We're about to have Barely Legal. Cool. Which which is interesting, because I will tell you what happened, because obviously uh, we jump a few weeks after this one to our our next episode. So I'll tell you a few bits what happened. Cool. But WCW, on counter-programming Raw, we've got Luger and the Giant against Rick Fuller and Roadblock. Yeah, sure. Psychosis defeated Villano 4. Is this WCW? Yeah. Oh, so Roadblock's already jumped? Yeah. From no, not Roadkill. Roadblock. Oh, who's Roadblock? Roadblock. Oh, hang on. I don't There's know. Roadblock. There. Roadblock is uh, this lad. <laughs> yeah, no fucking clue. Uh, he wrestles the wild thing, the Rochester Roadblock, uh, Toro Inferno, and more importantly, he was the mummy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, they lost. Uh, Psychosis Deep Villano 4. Mm-hmm. Prince Iakea defeated La Parker to retain the TV title. A true boy, Prince Iakea. Jericho defeated Regal. Better. What must have been a good match. Bloody great, yeah. Um, Akira defeated Debbie Coombs to retain the WCW women's belt. The women's belts around now, apparently. Apparently, they've got one of those. Great. Uh, the amazing French Canadians, Carlou Lay and uh, Jacques Rougeau, cool. defeated JFFJRRRT and Steve McMichael. Awesome. How got good to penetrate from the back on AEW. <laughs> He's really fucking annoying. It's I, great. I love it. It's so good. But yeah, you got to penetrate, penetrate in the back, baby. Yeah, Jarrett's doing really well. <laughs> it's a shame when like Miro's sitting there going, I wrestled four times for your company last year. Yeah, and Jeff sure. Jarrett's wrestled eight times in three weeks. So I, I know that Luke celebrated it. I celebrated it. I wonder whether you did as well. That bit where Jarrett and Lethal won the belts. Oh, yeah. I was like, yes! <laughs> I mean, I love the acclaimed. Yeah, everyone does. But everyone loves the acclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, Jarrett and Lethal winning the belt would have been really funny. Fucking A. Because it would have fucked everyone off so much. They're the best heels AEW have. Yeah. Like, MJF is very, very good at his job. But I love him too much. I, I want to hate him. I hate Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> In the best way. Podcast Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. Um, Toshi Omasato. Uh, sorry. Um, we probably should do more end of year awards. Did we just skip those now? We're just going to have one Hall of Famer for the rest of our life of Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> oh, no, no. We've got, we've got Murder Clowns in there as well. Is he in there as well? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, we've got two. Have we done two sets of end of year awards? Yeah. All right. You've got a good memory. We've got Jeff Jarrett and we've got Murder Clown. <laughs> but because we covered Brett or Sean, yeah. there was no point voting because it would be Brett. Well, obviously. Yeah. This is Brett's year. Yeah. A long way for us. This year is Brett's year as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, Toshi defeated Mako Satomura cool. in WCW. Nice. Uh, Benoit defeated Humorous. Yeah. DDP defeated Lance Ringo. Lance Ringo? Lance Ringo, if my ad popper, is Sick Boy. Oh, cool. Okay, fair enough. Uh, before he was Sick Boy. Yep. And then, main event, Steiner Brothers. Every week. Danger, danger. High voltage! <laughs> uh, awesome. Kenny Chaos and uh, Robbie Rage. They're really relying on their tag division. Yeah. Surprisingly so. The main event every week for WCW has been tags. It's like early 2000 Smackdown. I'm going to make this a tag team match. <laughs> now, over at ECW, yeah. aired a day early. Not the 1st of April. No April Fool here. Interesting. 
Sabu defeated Luis Piccoli. Cool. Raven and uh, Shane Douglas defeated Terry Funk and Tommy Dreamer. We are seriously getting into pay-per-view territory now. ECW Tag Team Championship three-way elimination match. Dudley's retained over the Eliminators and the Gangsters in what I can only assume was gentle and technical. <laughs> of course, yeah. But interestingly, the next two weeks worth of Hardcore TV are just recap episodes. They do not have any new matches because they're building up for Barely Legal. Interesting. You would have thought that Paulie would want to do as many live shows leaving into Barely Legal as possible. Yeah, but if you want, then you want to put on your best of the best because I think this is right. the time where they did like, here's RVD Jerry Lynn. Okay. And we'll just put that on for an hour and leave that be for TV. It's not that good. No. I it's, wish, it's, it's spots. Watched, I went back and watched it a few times, like relatively recently. They've got like three spots and the rest of the match is, you know. Yeah, RVD Plancher. Yeah. That's it. Like you think about what other guys like Mysterio, Psychosis, even like Jericho was doing at the time. Like th- there's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so today's episode of raw uh the card so i immediately looked up on cage match and went to the card so i don't get the spoiler bit because it always gets yeah. the spoilers first and i just briefly saw the card and was like oh my lord this is going to be a hell of an episode we've got a, a european title match of bulldog versus owen this is what we covered in the last one of the series to go through because they broke up of course we've got Triple H versus Goldust. Grudge match. Which, nice. Yeah, without the ladies. So yeah. no China Marlena, allegedly. We'll see. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> and a WF Intercontinental Championship match of the champion Rocky Maivia, The Rock, versus Brett Goddamn Hart. And this is what I asked in the, the Rumble, because I was like, I wonder if that's the only interaction that Brett and The Rock had. No. Evidently, I was wrong, because they had this match. Absolutely. So it's uh, Raw 2... 203. Uh, we're back to suburban Chicago <laughs> for the <laughs> Prius Civic Center, Prius, Illinois, USA. Oh, the Prius Civic Center. Yeah. How many Qs in Peoria? <laughs> Peoria? Yeah. P-E-O-R-I-A. Peoria. 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 <laughs> Adora Peoria. <laughs> the attendance is a bloody monkey. Was- <laughs> Sorry. Monkey Fox? What is it? I don't know. I haven't watched it in ages. Anyway. So the attendance is 4,282. So a smallish show compared yeah. to what we have had for some of But it looked but busy. Yeah. Bigger than the one where Brett Lo- uh, Sean lost his smile. You know? Yeah. Uh, USA Network, obviously we watched on the thing. Uh, apparently this was a same tape, same day tape delay. So yes. So would have recorded it earlier in the day and then played it, which yeah. seems a bit of a shame. Like, why not go live? Well, probably they have no idea what that loose cannon would be up to. Sure. There's there's lots of uh like added in bits. Did you notice some of these? Yeah. Like there's some voiceover added in and things like that as well. There's some along. there's some move transitions. Like when you get in the Rocky Bret Hart match when he does the um the swinging round DDT. Yeah. Where it was just edited because he botched it and then there was a very good DDT at the end. Mm. I wonder whether that was a network edit or whether that was done at the time. Did like, you also notice was. during the um the take a bit? The, the 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 tape on the network sort of flickered yeah there was, was like, three or four times yeah. when they've got like those would have been stored on probably tapes like yeah or something like that Betamax, like bigger tapes and um yeah they probably have just got damaged to be totally honest this stuff really happens like there's a whole generation of like like monty python sketches and stuff that are just lost uh, the elms of history yeah. because people would 
film them on tape and record them even if they're broadcast live then immediately record over them you're like the the short like the thought towards yeah. saving tapes and stuff like it's astonishing that these shows even still exist to be totally honest yeah the, the thought right to have that and protect it and leave it off site and fireproof the whole thing yeah because i think there was a I could be making this up completely. I'm sure I heard of a time where there was like a big fire in the Stanford offices, and yeah. it's lucky because the tape library was either secured or off-site. <laughs> Goddamn, because they would have a network. As much as, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, commentary tonight is by Vince, uh, Jr. and Jerry Lawler, the best combination ever. We also are joined by some guest commentators as we go along. Mm. But uh, it's been a while since we've done Brett and Sean. Let's play the opening video package. I've tried to be everything that you wanted me to be. You don't understand what it means to have dignity, to have poise, to bring prestige to the World Wrestling Federation. You don't respect me. Well, the fact is, I don't respect you. So from here on in, the American wrestling fans, coast to coast, can kiss my... Yo, Hitman! They have the right to cheer or boo anybody they want. America, love it or leave it. Look out, Ray Mitchell, make it down! Great on going for Michael's knee! He's coming to the post now! Michael gets screaming for his life! He's gonna break his leg! Oh, what for home! So we've got a recap of Brett's You Don't Respect Me, I Don't Respect You promo. Brett can't do a promo. Yeah, he's awful, isn't he? It's so bad. So bad. <laughs> Such a good storyteller. It's brilliant. It's incredible. And like, again, not great for an audio podcast, but mm. if you go back on the network and watch just the opening, the intro to this, so you can see this, the facial expressions that Brett, the, the, he's telling the story with his eyes and his body language, and it's so, so well done. There's three or four moments in this show where you're like, Brett doing some storytelling without really doing anything, like the little look over Owen's shoulder and such, like yeah. you know what I'm talking about with the embrace. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, Brett's on fire in 97. Like, people always talk about this, like the, the tail end of his career where he's just phoning it in and such. He's not. He's really trying to make this work. Even yeah. He obviously hates the concept, but he's trying his best. Well, I don't know. The hero, the hero in Canada and Europe, the villain in the US. I think that's quite fun to play. Yeah, I, I don't know. From watching Brett interviews and such, like I don't think he's was happy about the events, obviously. Well, considering <laughs> where we're going, he's yeah. probably a bit bitter about it. Well, he said yeah. his Mania payday taken away. And while yeah, he's had sure. an absolute barn burner with Austin. Yeah. I wonder we- how pissed off he would have been at the time, whether he was totally in. Like, sick of being a good guy. Just really wanted to be a heel for a change. What I like at the moment, though, in 1997... And you could tell this time Russo's starting to get a bit of influence in it. Yeah. Everyone has a storyline and everyone has sort of multiple feuds. Yeah, sure. Because you've got Austin being fucked off of Taker, yeah. but Taker feuding with Mankind, but Austin's also feuding with Brett, who's also feuding with Sean, who's also yeah. feuding with Sid. They're all feuding with Sid, who's also kind of looking after Taker weirdly. Got Sid promo in this as well, which was great yeah. until he started talking like this. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get yeah. to it, because it's it's different, finally. It's coherent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to do the gimmick. It was like, oh, I can hear every word he's saying, and he's talking well. What's but happening? But is that because we're now paying more attention? Or is it because he knows he's going to leave next week? <laughs> he's just like, oh, I'll just phone it in. Screw it. Anyway, so uh, this opening video package, uh, Sean interrupts. Uh, Brett kicked Sean's knee out of his knee. 
So. Nice, of course. Uh, so we are basically just fully focused on Brett and Sean coming into this. That's all the video package is concerned with. Like, there may as well be no other storylines. Yeah. Like, who's the champion? Who gives a fuck? But there are Brett and Sean. Well, yeah, a Takers champion. Yeah. Great. Literally, it's not part of the opening video package or really anything they start with. Like, they do run down the card and what's going to happen and things. But, you know, they mention... Uh, oh, I'll get to Vince's stuff in a second, but please. I was going to say, it's, it's one of the few times in this era where the title isn't the main story yeah absolutely i think it's like H- only- hogan's hogan sid yeah we've had that um lt bam bam but i, th- I think that's not really a storyline going so that's the, <laughs> that's the mania thing sure flair savage yeah would, would- well, i know that's the same time as austin sid yeah would the average fan consider that like you know vocal worthy like i know we do yeah i know it's like matt's favorite match of all time type thing like wrestlemania 11 10 Nine, oh, um, seven, eight, <laughs> 25. <laughs> so, um, there's definitely a bit of pre tape here where Vincent Mann welcomes us to the show. Mortars, rockets, bombs. It's like a poem. Like, you watch <laughs> yeah. the young ones. Yeah. So, Rick, like, who like bombs <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Uh, it's all incoming tonight. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> uh, where Brett the Hitman Heart was de- will de- has declared war on the IC champion Rocky Maivia. Has like, he really declared he? war though? When he kicked that? his leg out from his leg. <laughs> but that was Sean. No, because he, 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 he did it Rocky as well. Oh, okay. I'm paying attention. Uh, Jay over puts over Austin. We'll talk this evening. Uh, Lawler tells us the Legion of Doom are here to have a chat as well. Or a shout in this case. Oh, well. <laughs> sure. Uh, then Vince probably welcomes us to the show. And this is finally the live bit. We haven't yeah. cut in. Uh, Brett has flushed his legacy down the toilet tax. You'll also notice at this stage, when they, did the, when they were doing the, the crowd panning, mm-hmm. the first bit, different crowd. Was it? Yeah, because I was looking looking at the people on the on the entrance ramp while they were doing the pyro. Not the same people (laughs) during the show. Yeah, I might have to go back and actually see because I'm intrigued by this. Fucking hell! Uh, We're also going to have Triple H versus Goldust. No Marlene or China. Jr. talks about Undertaker getting back together with his old manager, Paul Bearer. Gay. Uh, this obviously being more important than the reunification of Germany, Hong Kong going back with China, as JR, as Lawler puts it. Oh my god. <laughs> Hong Kong going back with China is such a weird way to phrase that. But yeah. I mean, Sean Mormon went back with China. <laughs> he certainly did. First and front. Up, it's Owen! Yes! WF European Championship match of the British Bulldog, the current champion, versus Owen Hart. These are our tag team champions, Tax Williams. Feuding with each other over the, the Euro belt, the sure. most prestigious belt which Bulldog hasn't defended since he won it in Berlin by the sound of things. <laughs> this is the first defense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so what are the top like five feuds in this story so far, the story arc? I mean, Brett, 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 Sean. Brett Sean, Bulldog Owen. Bulldog Owen. Austin Brett. Okay, yeah, Austin Brett. That's a really good story that's still going on to this yeah. point, yeah. Um, Farouk. Farouk and on. <laughs> How many cues in Farouk with Armour yes. Johnson? What's, what's the Goldust Triple H. Yeah, exactly. All really good feuds. Yeah. And, and, that- and you've still got You've still got the. You've still got mankind loitering in the background. Sid's yeah. loitering in the background. So there's there's people. Leave Cassidy's here. But the fact you didn't have to think about it yeah. because they've been solid feuds for like a year. And even when the other stuff's been happening with these people, they've always been bubbling along in the background. Clarence Mason. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Clarence Mason, the agents. You know? <laughs> but could you say the same for AEW or WWE right now? Uh, MJF's feuding with Dragon. 
uh, Miro's feuding with catering. Sure. Um, <laughs> Ziggler's brother's also around. Yeah. The when people on the women's roster just killing other women. <laughs> yeah, Ruby Soho's doing uh, Willow's being dangerous. Yeah, sure. Uh, Anna Jay is being a tough, tough girl. <laughs> yeah, fucking a. The whole Willow thing, like I get why people are defending her a lot online and stuff. She's trying and she's very entertaining a lot of the time. I'm not the biggest fan of the world, but it's what it is. But it's the fact that she dropped her on her head from the Saido type yeah. thing. She <laughs> then gave her that DVD on the apron where she literally ran her spine <laughs> to the edge of the ring. And you're like, I heard it's the hardest part of the ring as well. <sighs> it's like I can see Kevin Owens doing that and it being safe. Yeah. That didn't look safe to me when Willow did it, you know? And then powerbombing her and putting herself through the table and then just powerbombing this poor girl on the floor. Put yourself over, brother. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to this, shall we? Uh, Bulldog versus Owen. Uh, before Davey can get in the ring, Owen drop kicks him and off we go. Uh, great Blood feud start. start. Love it. Yeah. Um, this is suburban Chicago. I thought they'd be more into it than they were. Yeah, but I suppose again this time it's like they're two heels. I know it's like we're yeah, waxing lyrical at like Owen is funny heel. Yeah. Bulldog is serious and sort of the teetering of the face. Like, hey, come on, let's do it like this. But no, they're both heels. Yeah, yeah. And they're still part of, you know, they've been associated. Yeah. Not full on until a certain point of this show. But yeah, they're heels. So they're like, eh. Yeah, they're not very cool heels either I, and this like, i think this is the time so like chicago new york period. have always been g- good good crowds anyway yeah but it's only i think in like the uh, like the mid 2000s where they were like these are our people yeah and sure. we will take over your show yeah and like you know for us we can see what they're doing yeah we get how entertaining it is and such but they're, they're very good heels yeah for their audience they, they get booed and like when they have to be good guys they know how to turn it on a bit and do add the spots and such like the match in germany where it's just those two just headlining yeah. a show and the new belt and everything else but in this this match it's kind of strange because it, it's a spot fest but not like Rey mysterio was doing at the time or whatever and there's a moment where you can see owen chatting to davy and going they're not with us. Like, do a yeah. chin lock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, there's a chin lock. The last what three, four minutes in the middle of this spot. Fest. I wonder if part of it though is that, like, leading up to Mania, that the rivalry between them of like the one well, Owen always like running in front of David Boy carrying both slammies. Yeah, had they wanted to do the feud, and obviously this, you know, we were questioning why. Why don't they do Brett Owen at uh, Mania? Yeah. This is why because it's the progression of the story. So I wonder if. The Chicago fans were like, well, they missed their chance to give us this face heel dynamic. Sure. But it's not about the match. It's about where the match goes. Exactly, sure. Which again, great storytelling because the match itself is said like quite spotty. I like all Owen's sort of kicks, about kicks, like yeah. wheel he- roundhouse kicks. It's all sorry, spinning heel kick. The breaking out the arm lock thing to do the flip over into your own arm bar. Yeah. I watched it in slow motion four or five times to see how he does it. It's like Houdini style, isn't it? It's nuts. He braces off of his elbow yep. and just is on a, on his feet after doing a front flip. And you're like, but how? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I know that like people are capable of doing it. Physics does not work like this. But Owen isn't like... Uh, 
like a scrawny, flippy guy. Really. No, he's like a two hundred and thirty pounds like <laughs> athlete. <laughs> he's yeah. huge. The strength to do that, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's incredible, incredible, man. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, so randomly during this match, Owen and Bulldog will defend. It's announced that Owen and Bulldog will defend the tag belts against LOD at the next in your house. I'm like, Bill, story. No, I didn't want any of that. You just like, oh, I just announced it. Fuck it. Didn't LOD win a? Oh no, Headbangers won a title shot, yep. and then had it the next night on Raw. I mean, you think this would be confusing. Obviously, when I miss, I forgot we were doing this one. I watched the next episode in the series as well. Sure. None of this, not, none of this matters. <laughs> I'm very aware. But it was it was just uh, the other stuff that happens like at the end of this match. It was important. For yeah. The like the, as you said, like, from an LOD standpoint, I think, didn't they announce the, the, Raw, the Raw after Mania? So Headbangers had won the title shot. Yep. And I think during that match, I went, and uh, the winners of this match will face the LOD at the next pay per view. I seem to remember this was a thing because they were just doing that left, right, and center, being like, oh, mankind's the number one contender. Yeah. Suddenly. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Didn't he lose at WrestleMania? Jack Tunney came back from the grave. Yeah, where the fuck is Vader, by the way? He does come back. Oh, does he? Okay, cool. Awesome. Because, um, yeah, the LOD have left OCW because they were in our 96 run. Yep. So they must have just come back. Now, I know they've got a run in them, but then they disappear because then they come back as LOD 2000 at WrestleMania 14. Yep. So we're only, what, a year and a bit away from that at this point? Yep. So I'm very interested to see what happens here and who injures who. <laughs> who injures who? Because <laughs> it's going to happen, it feels like. We'll find out. Um, I, I, I kind of want to talk about King uh, and his commentary during this match because he's just being like, Oh, Owen's the excellent of execution. Owen is the technical master. Owen's so great. But like he's not doing it in a way that I would find funny or entertaining. It's just kind of annoying. Yeah. I wonder if this is fed from Vince though. Maybe. Vince is on commentary with him though. Yeah, they've got the button. Oh, so he's holding it down and be like, say this, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think? Just handing him notes. Yeah, hundred percent. This is Brett's gimmick. Say about Owen. (laughs) You know? Because that that I think would have been the direction travel, Brett's days, Brett Owen feud. Do you think again? I mean, Owen had made himself more of a star. Yeah. So I think they've gone Brett Owen, but Owen is the face. I wonder if that's the direction they would have gone. Could have made sense, yeah. For fourteen. I wonder whether they would have gone like Pillman or something with Owen instead. Maybe. Because they, they lo- seem to love Pillman. Pillman's still around at this point, isn't he? Yeah, but Pillman's, yeah, Pillman's pivotable in the next yeah. sort of couple of months. Sure, okay, good stuff. So, um, Bulldog does a sharpshoot to Owen at one point. I mean, he did almost strip over and also stamp on Owen's head. <laughs> I've also got a no dash just. <laughs> pretty much stacked it a couple of times. Uh, aside from the long chin lot spot in the middle, it's, it's a great spot fest. Uh, Irish whip, leapfrog, Davy boy runs over baby Earl. Damn it, Earl. Why is he standing in the middle of the ring? Dax. Ref bump in the opening match, though. Mm. Yeah. Who put the shit? <laughs> Owen grabs a steel chair. Can he do that, Joey? <laughs> Well, apparently he can, because in this match earlier, there was a clear low blow directly in front of the ref. And Baby Earl's like, duh, 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 duh. what happened? <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Owen grabs a steel chair. Bulldog gets the better of Owen and goes to hit Owen with the chair. But what happens next? Tax Williams. Bret Hart rushes to the ring. What a good brother. Hey, don't do this. Enough. Enough. It's time for a change. <laughs> he comes to break Owen and Bulldog up. 
aggressively. Oh, yeah. I love the way they all portray this. Fucking hell, the acting over the next five minutes is incredible for this time period. And again, and also very funny. But, like, yeah. but a, Bret, a Bret Hart promo, it's like, we hugged in Wembley, Wembley Stadium, and now we have to hate each other because these Americans. You're my brother. We've had it poisoned in TV series that yeah. families have to fall out because it's Amer- what the Americans want for us. Yeah. We're supposed to be brothers. Sally, Jesse, Raphael, and all these idiots <laughs> yeah. have fallen out with their family, these stupid Americans. I bought you into this business. You and me are the top of our game, but they want us to kill each other. Yeah. And like Vince on commentary is like, what selfish motive is prompting Brett to get involved in this match? I'm like, stopping his brothers from beating each other up. Yeah. Like, that's a good thing to do, right? Pointing out, like, I fell out with Diane. <laughs> Diane. <laughs> he says it. Yeah. It's incredible promo. And she's at home going, what? But he sent me this Christmas card. Yeah. Oh. Should we play the promo? Yeah, go on. To the yeah, I think so. Yeah. Can't you see? Can't you see? This is what all these people want. values that's what they want they've had us fighting for years it's all these people right here that had all of us fighting what are you fighting for for what to satisfy a bunch of people that don't know the first thing about family values listen to me I'm asking you, I need you. I need you. Yeah, USA. You're talking about a country that's based its entire history on brother against brother. They got talk shows all over this country of families airing out their family problems because they all hate each other. And that's what they've done. They've taken our family and turned us into a bunch of haters. They've turned you against me. We fought. We fought like two men in Wembley Stadium. And after you won, I hugged you. We came back to America. They turned us against each other. And listen to you and me. Look what they've done to you and me. I was the one that got you to the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, you laugh. They've pushed you and they push you and they push you. They push me, they push us against each other. And they've driven this wedge between the whole family. You know, they what they do to Diana? Huh? Owen. I know you since you're a baby. I dressed you for school. I dressed you for school every day. I was the one that made sure you made the school bus. And how many times, how many times I take you, remember St. Michael's school and that teacher, that teacher was picking on you. I was only 13 years old, I went to that school and I set the teacher straight. Who was there for you more times than I was? Who was the one that talked to you even getting to become a wrestler? There's only two people in the whole family 
that really excelled in wrestling, it was you and me, and they turned us against each other. They turned me against my own sister, Diana, because Americans don't understand family. They don't give a damn about family. Owen, Davey, I'm asking you for your help because I need you. Owen, Owen, look me in the eye. Nobody was there for you more times than I was. I want you to hear me, and I want you to hear me loud and clear. And I don't care about these people, not anymore. Owen, I love you. I love you. Owen Hart is overwhelmed. Brett cuts a beautiful, logical, heartfelt promo. But better than that is it's Owen and Bulldog's reaction to the promo. It's like they start out still shoving each other. They're kind of shoving Brett and Brett's holding apart and being like, stop it, stop it. Like we're family. And he goes into this. I need you. I need you. As he's doing it, you can see Owen and Bulldog starting to accept that maybe you've got a point here, Brett. Like, maybe this feuding we've been doing for the past five, six months is kind of silly, and we're brothers, and we should be fighting against Because the Americans bloody want us Americans. to do it. <laughs> Test, Lance, Storm, and Regal come out and go, hey, we've got a gimmick in 10 years' time. Sure. But, like, but, but Brett's being so heartfelt and serious. You can really feel yeah. that like he's tapping into like real brotherly emotion. I really need you. Yeah, I need your help. Exactly. And yeah. Bulldog is trying to get through that haze of whatever he's on to like focus on the story and accept Brett. And Owen is doing the same until a point yeah. where his lip starts to wobble. And he's like, <laughs> you can see him trying to pop Brett. And Brett not looking at him. He's like, I'm not going to look at him. I'm not going to look at him. Like, even in these great acting moments, Owen still has a moment just to piss off his brother or something. Yeah. It's fucking the best. I love him. And all of this was ruined by Jerry Lawler at the end, crying. Fucking ruined a really good moment. Sure. There's the bit where Brett goes, Owen, I love you. And (laughs) Owen just breaks down into tears. (laughs) Just like, what a glorious wrestling moment. Like, is he hugging his brother, crying? Like, it's just fucking beautiful. And again, and it's starting to build heat on, yeah. the, on the three of them. What's the Lawler bit you mentioned? Because I, I can't... Well, the, at the end, they cut to Lawler on commentary and he's got oh. tissues and he's wiping away tears. Yeah. Because these are meant to be the heels, right? Yeah. How are they the heels? He's telling his brother he loves him and not to go for all these horrible TV shows where people abuse their family. People watch TV. TV's the best. <laughs> They wouldn't put a lie on TV. <laughs> He's breaking up a fight between his brothers to be like, I love you guys. Please stop hurting each other. Boom! What a bad guy. <laughs> what a dick. He literally cannot do that, Joey. But this comes into this whole thing of like, Vince is going, you're going to be the bad guy. But I'm not going to make you do bad things. Why would I do that? You're Bret Hart. But this it's is such the a fucking optimum stupid. heel. Yeah. The heel 
has to be- the heel has to believe what they're doing is right. And in, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. He but that he believes he's doing it for the greater good to fight America, even though he is going to be using them as yeah, his pawns in his that. plan. Yeah. But every heel, every good heel, has to genuinely believe what they think is right. It's like everyone defending their slutty valet. <laughs> sure. Or the same like the same thing that I think what what worked well and again I'll I'll throw in my own experience, what worked well for like me in Wicked Ink with Matt. Is we genuinely believed. Sure. Matt Matt was the best person on that roster. Fucking and it was his company and other people were trying to upstage him with their flippy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and but but that's what made it so believable. The heels were like, no. He is the fucking best, so he should have the belt. And if you're sure. all going to boo him, I'm going to come out and, uh, you know, steal the thunder. Absolutely, man. <laughs> um, so it's it's a touching family reunion that I was genuinely like, this is quite good. And Vince immediately is like, I question the motives. <laughs> all right. All right, Vince. Yeah. Good storytelling. Whatever. But which so whose side is he on? <laughs> I don't know. I, I understand that, like, you know, this is a different time. This is Attitude Era. Basically, um, again, this is definitely Attitude Era. Like, yeah, I listened to the first part of this series we did just to kind of get myself back in that frame frame, frame of mind, and we we're like, I'm not sure this is going to be Attitude Era. And we're like, <laughs> two three episodes in, we're like, this is Attitude Era. Yeah, yeah. And and the main the final thing to say on this. So we've had the opening segment of the show, which we've already heard the promo from Brett sure. shitting on Sean. The opening match was good. But the whole show to this point has been Bret Hart focused. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, Bret's on his way out. Bret is the show. Yeah, we've got the beginnings of the Hart Foundation tax. Incredible. Interestingly, at this point, no one says it yet. Nope. Bret doesn't go, this is my Hart Foundation. There's no one saying it on commentary. Eh, it comes up later, but like we'll talk yeah. about that when we get to it. <laughs> But anyway, so I know you want me. Do, 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 do. It's uh, what Google's most searched, AOL's most searched bit of totty. Get your socks out, lads. <laughs> so Sunny sluts her way down to the inside, <laughs> slipping and sliding on an immeasurable mass of adolescent ejaculate. We've all been there. <laughs> I'm going to say that again because I'm quite proud of myself. <laughs> slipping and sliding on an immeasurable mass of adolescent ejaculate. I should have gone. Just Can we get that on a t-shirt? <laughs> I mean, if you want a World Wrestling Podcast station, make sure you head to Amazon.co.uk. The store's up. It's good. Can we use Sunny's likeness? We could ask her. Can we? I don't know. Is she under? Um, is she incarcerated at this moment in time? Oh yeah, I was wondering. I remember seeing bad news about her relatively recently. So, as true heels, we should make money off her. I thought you were going to take a different route. <laughs> You're like, that way heels is fine. Got to pay for that Peloton subscription. Well, we can, we can tweet her. Does she have a Twitter? I don't know if she's got one in the clink. I lost nails. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Does Sunny have Twitter? Let's see. Can you imagine if I just Googled, Does Sunny have a Twitter? <laughs> you know, rather than just looking on Twitter. Does Sunny have an OnlyFans? Well, she, uh, you know. She, she I did. I to say it. <laughs> make money like genuinely everyone like oh no mandy rose oh no mandy rose. mandy rose made more money than i ever make in a lifetime in two weeks because she's worked out and got an incredibly amazing looking body and if people are willing to pay the money knowing full well the shots will be available on the internet for free <laughs> be my guest to pay money 
So here's the thing is that like, you know, if you're willing to do that to make that money and you can put up with the messages you must receive on a hourly basis minute second basis from very all the normal yeah men. of course yeah sure and women mate my missus uh obviously has an online presence and does like you know her stuff like that not that she does porn but you know what yeah. i mean uh and yeah the amount of weird messages she gets it's astonishing just from like you know c- drawing cartoons on the internet I would love dirty cartoons, you know. Can you draw a cartoon of me licking your shoe (laughs) or something similar to that? Significantly worse, you know. (laughs) Anyway, um, can you draw a picture of me pissing on your shoe? (laughs) What's Sunny's real name? I'd know. I always have to AOL her. I can't remember. Okay, all right. I'll look it up later. I'm sure she's got a Twitter. Everyone's got a Twitter, right? Isn't that right, Elon? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she's been pushed off Twitter. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I'll check her MySpace later. So Sunny gets in the ring. Sunny gets in the ring and does the Delia Smith. Let's be having you to the crowd. Where it's are great. you? That's exactly. Where are you? Oh, I forgot that she said that as well. We're here, Delia, in your stadium, in the Cross and Blackwell Stadium. We're what Division Two now? <laughs> Fucking hell, Norwich City, the Canaries. What was the team I liked? Just like out of principle. Norwich is a nice place. It's a Roman city. It's not like, you know, yeah. Leicester or something. <laughs> Interesting football kit. What, Norwich? Yeah. yeah. Had Leicester's great players. Effa Nakoko, Rule Fox. Absolutely, yeah. Great footballers. Robert Ullathorne. Brian Gunn. <laughs> Your knowledge of like miscellaneous footballers is astonishing. Was it Ian Goss as well? Because when because Norwich got into like the original Champions League and they beat Bayern Munich 1-0 like really? in the early stage of Premier League. Because I think Norwich oh. finished third. Okay. In 1994, 95? I literally have no idea. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Uh, so Sunny is going to join the broadcast position. Not the only position <laughs> she's been in. Uh, and also, quickly on this one. Yes. Sunny doing commentary. Yeah. Fucking great job, Rene Paquette doing commentary. Sunny did it in 97, Rene. Yeah. I mean, Rene did much <laughs> better. Yeah, sure. Rene does it better. A she's different, a, fa- a different scale. Sunny's, Sunny's kind of cool. I don't hate her at this point. She's no. quite good. She's like t- uh, holding her own. She's stuff. cheeky. She's giving McMahon shit. Yeah, sure. She's a giant slut bag as well. But like, that's kind of what's yeah, that's required of her at the time. Yeah. I think she quite likes the attention judging by her history. Yeah. Mm, some some people are just like that. You know what I mean? I would say Seth Rollins likes the attention. You know what I mean? It's not just a woman thing. but No. I mean, but I think... Can you imagine how it would have been in, mo- in mod- sunny in modern day? I just think I can imagine what would have the t- what would have wrestling been like with Twitter yeah. in ninety seven. Imagine what Sunny's like average backstage experience is like in this t- messy, <laughs> fucking unbelievably awful. No, I think he put too many words there. Fucking, that's <laughs> yeah, her backstage sure. experience. But like, she's quite high up on the bill. Imagine like the other women that come in that aren't that don't have the respect that maybe Sunny has. You know, Bull Macano. <laughs> Different, different, different. But, the, <laughs> like, but you know. what's what's more important, and I know we've joked about Sunny, but her influence in WWE and getting eyes on the product was important. But yeah. more importantly, she genuinely plays a pivotal role in this story that Absolutely. we're we're looking through. So, uh, yep, the story is El Mosco versus Supernova. <laughs> El a- Mosco, the finest Russian luchador. <laughs> so uh triple a boys are still here yeah thank god because they're a good relief this match was way too good mate there are four triple manias this year <laughs> <laughs> i'm so happy i'm so happy so they uh, have brought back fucking del rio though i didn't notice that yeah he's, he's tagging, tagging with penta yeah not good 
What what's Penta doing? I mean, I know he obviously appreciates that copyright doesn't exist in Mexico, but he also yeah. appreciates nobody watches wrestling in Mexico. <sighs> yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because like I like Penta and he probably is in a really awkward position whereby like I don't think he wants to be wrestling with this rapist kidnapping douchebag, you know what I mean? Can but, you like, imagine if they make them lose and they put Del Rio versus Penta as their main Have you seen the first tag team? It's Sam Adonis and Psycho Clown. That's your main event. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're winning. And then Psycho Clown is going to be Sam Adonis. <laughs> and Psycho Clown's going to win everything. But that's why it's so funny to have four triple manias. Yeah, absolutely. And like, literally, the other time I saw that first tag team, it was like, oh, well, that's who's winning. <laughs> Sam so, Adonis has done brilliantly in AAA. Yeah, and he's an ultimate heel. Yeah. You know, it's great. He's, he's, he's done what fucking Johnny America couldn't do. Yeah, absolutely. Jo- sorry, Johnny Mundo. Johnny Elite or whatever. You know. <laughs> what's, he, what's he now... Um, What's the uh, sort of Johnny Major League? Is that what it is? John, Johnny Major. Oh, fuck's sake. Okay. Uh, I better be nice about him because he's going to be resting on the 1PW shows, I think. And- oh, Johnny jo- <laughs> Johnny One. Yeah, sure. Is that what he's called? I don't know. I'm just the editor. I stay well out of it. I think he's John Morrison. Because, you know. Can he do kids. that? Because <laughs> kids, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, El Moscow versus Supernova. First question Is that the same Supernova that dove off the Tron onto Murder Clown? Must be. Why not? Because he's an old boy. Like we were shocked that he was like in his forties or fifties yeah. and doing like seventy foot drops off on like the greatest luchador of all time, Murder Clown. Obviously, obviously, everyone is a Murder Clown. At least he'll catch you. Absolutely. Not like a, a Arachno and the and the dangerous zipline that got stuck halfway through. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. You know what we talked about last week? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, thank you so much for all the people who, uh, you know, uh, from Trinity Brawl that retweeted us. Yeah, and lovely. Thank you, guys. That was really good. I've never listened to this, but, <laughs> you know, listen to their own shit. But yeah. We're funny. We're and rightly so. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, El Mosco and Supernova. <clears throat> El Mosco, how does he look like a Russian? <laughs> because I think he looks like a 40k Harlequin gimp. He looks like the mentally disabled Power Ranger tribute act. Jesus. He looks like a goth wasp pedophile. <laughs> oh, he must have worked with Quackenbush. <laughs> Careful now. Uh, he looks like a duck build paint spillage. <laughs> there you go. That's the best I had. I was very drunk. Oh, good night, everybody. <laughs> Duck build paint spillage. Yeah, duck build. Duck build. I can't say that. Mm. Duck build paint spillage was my favourite one out of those. That's why I put Save it the best last. Well, that's yeah, how you do pop. it. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, it's not good. That's <laughs> triple A. <laughs> looks awful. I mean, th- to be fair, not to be rude of our friends from triple A. Thank mm. you, Conan. We love your booking because I love triple A. Yeah. But this match, fuck me. My favourite part was did my favourite part was where um, Moscow ran into the ropes, ran back, and stopped. And then we went back and did it again. This is one of the least botchy AAA matches we've seen, and it was fucking dreadful, you know? I mean, the springboard moonsault, the lion salt for victory was good. I mean, I don't think I've got anything else really to say about this hang match. On, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What did you just call it? <laughs> did you just call it a lion salt? What else am I going to call it? He tries to sit on the top rope, falls, <laughs> accidentally does a flip. I've given him credit. It's Starship Pain, but from the middle Starship of Starship Pain, yes. Yeah, exactly. The worst move ever. Fucking hate John Morrison. For the one, two, three. What a piece of shit. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Spanish, um, Sonny is now going into full session moth mode. Oh, yes. With, our, with everyone's favorite AAA commentators, Carlos Cabrera and Hugo Savinovich. Yeah, the brutal, brutal, brutal. Burrito. Hugo, his hand 
he's getting a lap dance. He is having a fucking lovely time. He (laughs) He is. He's not just holding her. He is Mm. massaging her buttocks. Sure. And then what's the other guy's name? Uh, Carlos Cabrera. So Carlos Cabrera asks Sonny for a kiss. And Sonny's like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you go girl. Yeah. No hablo espanol, dickhead. (laughs) Yeah, like he probably tries to like, you know, uh, I had a funny joke here. Hold on. I had a funny joke. Oh, he he, uh, the other lad asked the Harvey Weinstein Sonny. (laughs) (laughs) Sonny tells him where to stick it. Uh, In her vagina. (laughs) It is 97. Uh, uh, tells us that the guy well, well, it must be that old with the amount of usage it's had out of it. 97 years old vagina. A 97 year old vagina and a 50 year old lady. <laughs> Depends on the mood and how drunk I am. Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. There is I mean, a point where... I mean, come on. Huh? If, in an alternative universe where we had our bachelor lifestyle, yeah. I'd bang Sonny. What, even today? Yes! Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Just for the bands. Just for the bands. <laughs> uh, so we, we had... Um... What did you do today, Sonny? <laughs> <laughs> My joke was not as funny as that. I'm be <laughs> so uh, Carlos Cabrera did indeed tell us these guys are from AAA. So um, all the how the times have changed, eh, Tony Khan? Yeah. <laughs> He stole them. He got them from WWE. Ah, oh, D- Dragon Steve. <laughs> what a victory. <laughs> uh, they did some flips. El Mosco won by doing his weird star shitty pain. Uh, the winner is El Mosco. Uh, not but as many botches. I find it a bit disappointing, this one. There was some funny shit in there, but like, you know. I wanted more botches. The last match was hilarious. They did nothing but botches. Yeah. And also, this this wasn't even a, a filler match. Mm. Nothing was over commentary that progressing this was a contractual obligation to have the two boys from triple a on there yeah sure what did they hope to achieve were they down in mexico for anything they didn't do a super show around this time did they do you know i haven't come across it yet we'll keep an eye on the case yeah. testing and stuff as we go but like I, I wonder if it's a case of they've done this and and uh mr mr man in the urn or yeah. his wife would have gone hey vince you're helping ecw want to help us yeah cost you three pesos it, it might be because there's definitely luchas coming up, but most of them are going to the other place. The good luchas are going to WCW. That's the problem. El Moscow is coming over. Left, you know? But that, that's obviously what they're trying to do. That must be the only benefit they're going. It's like they've yeah. seen Psychosis, they've it's seen Rago over there. Fest, you know? Yeah. And they're like, we need to get these guys in because 20 years from now, there'll be this young chap called Psycho Clown. Psycho Loco, Psycho Clown. Oh, yeah, definitely. But like, they're not they're giving them any stories, are they? <laughs> You know, they're spending their matches just talking about Sonny. I think the fact that you're... Well, that that's clearly the spot. Sonny's yeah. there. But the fact there were more spots in Bulldog Owen than there were in a AAA match was very disappointing. Yeah, absolutely. Zero cornflakes. So, post-match, Sonny rubs her boobs on King's face. Uh, she feels okay about this. As she knows Jerry is waiting. She's waiting well for Jerry's face. <laughs> Almost fluffed that line. I got away with it. It's fine. Uh, back from ads. Ooh, what a rush. Get on that drop dive pedal. It's, Every time. It's cooler than Undertaker, man. Yeah. Really oh, yeah, is. 100%. Yeah. Every time we hear that music, you know, that's, I don't know. I remember as a kid, the first time seeing LOD, it was WCW. I was on holiday watching whatever was on the TV, came across wrestling. It was like a WCW house show or like Saturday night or something like that. Nice. It's real shitty pre-Nitro <laughs> things, you know. And it was the LOD cutting a promo 
in like uh like kind of where they would do them in like rubbish dumps and things you mm. know like that and just like like the watermelon promo oh sonny's bedroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure uh, uh right no i should i should say <laughs> they've been doing promos in rubbish places go ahead you can say that just say, say, say they're, they're doing, doing promos in rubbish places like sonny's vagina <laughs> lovely there you go and just being obsessed with sonny's vagina, vagina. <laughs> of course so LOD chats to JR in the ring. I say chat. I say chat. They're just chat. Uh, black and silver spikes, Road Warriors. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm a traditionalist with just purely black spikes on red, but Ooh. they've got to modernize. Yeah. And good for merch. It's, they're not one or the other. It's kind of like piggledy piggledy spikes at this point. But like, well, that's not okay. But this is also the time where we're going to get Brett with his uh, jizz splatter up the back of his singlet. Soon, sure. So. Yeah, absolutely. Attitude here, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, got me sexy uh jr drops a the heart foundation are back together like uh did we establish that jim i don't think we did well they're friends now it's just genuinely it was just like dude you've taken away the moment where brett gets to go this is the heart foundation or whatever because they've just said on tv but no one's listening to the lod it's all white noise yeah sure until q comes on animal shouts (laughs) first of all America, <laughs> like that's his promo. He says Chicago as well, but really he's saying America. Yeah, but that's setting up the feud for the tag belts at the next pay per view. Yeah, I'm America. Not a problem with it, but it's like the hot shouts. Well, and violence. Yeah, you know, it's like well it's, and violence. They do what they do very well. Yeah, uh, could have been a good pre-tape. You know, not sure they did. I mean, it was ta- it was tape delay. <laughs> as well remember you know what i'm saying yeah. you could put them in an environment and cut this down to 10 seconds put them in somewhere garbage like sunny for john <laughs> well i guess you don't get the entrance which is the pop you know? yeah uh well whatever um production developments uh call to action pre-ads everywhere there's like new graphics and stuff yeah. really kind of cool and uh, there's a horrible transition sound effect it goes whatever they put graphics on screen i'm like yeah, you don't need to do that you really don't need to do that which gets people's attention not in the it right way. It distracts people from what's yeah. happening on the telly. But whatever. <laughs> uh, it's just constantly promoting other stuff. Like, it, this is much worse than it has been recently. They're just like, oh, this is happening and this is happening. And ah, the Femme Nikita. And, yeah, exactly. The amount of times he fucking says, you can watch the whole episode of La Femme Nikita after this. Well, you, it's the lead into La Femme Nikita. Later to be renamed Nikita. <laughs> but it's not like, uh, in the last few weeks, I, I feel like he would do it, let's say, three times. And this, it's it's twenty times. Was this was it this week's episode, or it might be the one that I watched in error? But when I was like, and this week's episode of La Femme Nikita, we realised it's okay to fall in love. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's the next. I started one. to block them out after a while, to be honest. <laughs> Even at the end, when the the main event's happening, Vince is going, "Don't worry, folks, we'll get to La Femme Nikita soon. We'll this stick with this as long as we can. We'll stick with this as long as we can." Exactly. Uh, at least they didn't cut away early this week, you know. <laughs> uh, blah blah blah. They also uh, are obsessed with crowd shots panning over the crowd, like to the point where it actually makes you feel a bit sick after a while. Yeah, but again, I think that's stock footage again. Yeah, I think it is covering up edits and whatever yeah. they need to do. Yeah. Anyway, uh, honky tonk cunt makes his entrance and is on commentary. He's a honky tonk cunt. <laughs> Mate, I thought we were getting the climax to this story that we established what six months ago. He's looking for his young boy. <laughs> 
And so, is Jay, so is Jerry Lawler. So have I missed him cutting promos about this story? Or has he just not been cutting the promos? No, he's been occasionally dropping a bit of uncommentary, including the week where he came out to do commentary, then he disappeared off, they came back from ads. Yeah, he's now talking about trying to find the greatest of all time as like his roadie young boy. Yeah, he's he's been scouting, but he's not. there's not been an, any context of what it is. Yeah, he did cut a promo. God. A pay-per-view, I think. Yeah six eight episodes ago something like that but he's found he's found the one billy gun wait no wrong one <laughs> so jesse james with six-year-old somebody hold jerry back <laughs> <laughs> special guest manager nathan arnold who's a kid that's won a competition that gets to walk around with uh jesse james tell you what what a fucking great way to make some money oh, uh, as a wrestling yeah. event sure do you want to win the opportunity to be the manager of a wrestler yeah. and walk them out to the ring five quid a ticket Six draw could have sold it a bit better. He's paid. He can do what he fucking wants. <laughs> Versus Jerry Fox, J O B B E R. A R Fox is a older brother. Sure. So Jesse James spends his time working hard. When Jesse James is working hard, he's on the go. Mm. The hands on the clock spin just too slow for Jesse James. He can't wait to dance with his baby tonight. Not can Jerry Lawler with his baby. This gimmick don't work in Chicago. <laughs> Again, you put too many words in that sentence. This gimmick doesn't work. I mean, yeah, that's probably more likely to be honest. I mean, his attire, the whole thing. It, it, I, I, he's obviously dressing to be Honky Junior. Yeah, Honky Tonk Junior. By the way, just to clarify that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> probably sensible. Yeah, uh, context not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't want that soundbite getting around. Um, but yeah, it's. I just don't get it. I mean, this, like we said, in fairness, the story, the honky tonk's been there. We've been, the storyline is progressing. But are you telling me, bold, yeah. are you telling <laughs> okay. me that we are now going to have the 83 year old honky tonk man feuding with young boy Jesse James? Well, that's where this is going. It's fucking it's, garbage. It's the gimmick. It's like. Spend my time working hard on a bird. Like he sings it like through his nose as well. Yeah, it's is that not how you sing? Shit, <laughs> that's where I've been going wrong all these years. He's oh. like a shitty wrestler. <laughs> that's let's face it, a shitty talker, a shitty singer. Like, I don't get the road dog thing at all. I never no. have really. Like he doesn't. He's an really he's got a, a he's an entrance. Yeah. That people chant along to during the Attitude Era, which no one would chant along with now because you can't say it on their TV. Sure. His mate's now scissoring people and at least Massively changing his over. gimmick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing like between Road the two of them. just moaning about it. <laughs> and Road Dog never changed his gimmick. No, absolutely not. Uh, Tax, could you please give us an example of Honky Tonk Man on commentary? <laughs> Fuck me. It's which sounded like I was reading the Torah. <laughs> Did a little bit of calling people to prayer, you know. Yeah, ready to go. Down in Memphis, <laughs> it was quite, <laughs> He's on commentary. <laughs> just Arabic people just start flooding in. Here, <laughs> this could get very dangerous. Should we just skip over? It? Our minister yeah. looks different today. <laughs> So Honky is putting over Road Dog hard on commentary. I have to call him Honky Tonk. Honky's getting his gimmick. He's honky. From honky is uh, something to personally say to Jesse James. 
Um, and I'm like, is this it? The build-up of months, like from one random promo that was partially ignored by everyone. Uh, Honky tells us that everyone knows he's on a mission. Like, men on a mission. <laughs> Mo and Mabel, right? But like, do- does everyone know he's on a mission? Like, we we we've paid attention very in depth, and like, yeah. we're not really sure he's on a mission or what he's doing. So. He's on a very special mission. Uh, and he'll make a decision about who he thinks is going to be the best of all time. Apparently, that is the road dog, Jesse James. No accounting for taste. <laughs> Fucking hell. Honky asked, so Jesse won the match, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Honky asked Jesse if he'd like to be an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> essentially uh then this is what i got from it at least yeah you know? and then gently in the distance as if a voice from the gods themselves a young man from chicago shouts shut up faggot <laughs> <laughs> which still made it on the network so funny <laughs> in 97 <laughs> oh god it's oh. glorious. Like he's got this very serious promo. This little kid's just like, shut Yeah, the six-year-old manager really should have been told to not shout at Honky. It's on, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, I couldn't stop laughing. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so loud. But <laughs> attitude error, right? Oh, good Lord, dude. Oh. Okay, so uh, Jesse James accepts Honky Tonk's invitation, takes the guitar, there's like some precious bullshit or something, and then breaks the guitar. With his encore and... stag. <laughs> yeah. What? What was this? He breaks, smashes the guitar, he celebrates and walks away from Honky Tonk. Great. So whoever he's going to find to be his underling is going to feud with Jesse James. Jay! <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're getting there, but surely we must be getting there now. Must be. Is, is surely he's the roadie after this yeah because he must team with jeff jarrett because he's the one who no it must have happened before I mean, jeff jarrett must be around because the whole feud was he sang the mount he sang jeff jarrett's song yeah this is why i'm getting confused because we know where road dog's gonna go by like 98 <sighs> and there's lead into it because i know that because i've seen it well that means jarrett must be coming as jarrett left because he comes back because then he does good housekeeping with china yeah and then he Ultimate man up for $350,000. He's there at WrestleMania 14. I'm sure he is. Absolutely convinced he's there at WrestleMania 14. Yeah, he is. Because you get Owen Triple H. That's not that. Who's he wrestling? uh, I don't think he's wrestling. I just think think he appears, doesn't he? Uh, They do the whole... um, He gets introed and they have uh, Deborah McMichaels there and stuff. That's definitely a thing. They have a country western music star. Maybe it's not Deborah McMichaels. Maybe it's someone else, but whatever. It doesn't matter. We are the nation of domination. Bum rush your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Which is my new favorite thing ever. Q, 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 Q. He's not on the show anymore. He's injured. injured. Fucking Ahmed injuring our favorite guy on the show. How many Qs on Ahmed Johnson? Mm. But he's over in Vincent McMahon's eyes. Is is Ahmed injured as well, do you think? Because he's not been on the show for a bit either. Well, in fairness, we're only one week removed from the big fight at Rum uh, Mania. So, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, we've got a tag team match of Adam O'Brien and Rod Bell, which is a really funny name, <laughs> versus the Nation of Domination, Crush and Savio oh, Vega. Oh, man, I'd love if my porn star, you have to be Rod Bell. Rod Bell, yeah. You could imagine something. Rod Bell and Misty Mundane going at it in the forest. 
you can imagine this chopper guy being like, oh, I'm like, you know, getting my chance on TV. Like, I'm never going to be signed. I'm not, you know what I'm I'm not nine foot tall. I'm not hedge, yeah. like, you know, the Road Warriors or whatever. What's your name, son? Oh, Rod Bell. <laughs> <laughs> can I get this on TV? <laughs> Nailed it. Fucking name. Uh, the Nation are joined by Clarence Mason. Yay! D'Lo Brown. Yay! Other henchmen. Boo. And JCI Sam Wolfie D. Um, JR says, Farouk has suffered a punctured lung at WrestleMania. Careless. Terrible. Should reinflate that. Absolutely. Uh, so instead of like calling this match, what I did, because I was slaughtered by this point, <laughs> was like, uh, yeah, it was, it's been a difficult few days. Uh, <laughs> moves the jobber lads got to do. A tag. A punch, <laughs> a punch, a shoulder nudge, mm. a failed crossbody. Uh, we then get Sean Michaels on the telephone, chatting a bunch of shit to commentary. Uh, basically, Sean is a little bitch and hangs up on the commentary, lads. How is he the face? Yeah, because he was injured last week. I'm very, I'll be there next week. Yeah, not even turned up for work. Little bitch. And the Rock turned up and Brett tried to hurt his knee as well. Yeah. Aren't we trying to make this guy a top baby face of the company? What are we doing? It's the opening video package is about him, and he's got a telephone call. Yeah, during the nation match where Crush is, for the lack of better, and taking liberties. <laughs> Fucking a is. <laughs> he's beat. Uh, him and Savio Vega are not. They're working. I wouldn't say they're even working snug. They're working mean. Yeah. Yeah. Really. They are bullying. They're giving these guys nothing. Right. The list of other things they got to do: a missed shoulder block, a tag. A By punch. the way, the missed shoulder block was fucking hysterical. Yeah, fucking great. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. Uh, a tag, a punch, a punch, drop kick, another drop kick, two drop kicks. Let's get the heat. The heat's the heat's coming. A punch, a punch, and then we get an ouchy-looking version of demolitions, decapitation by the nation for the one, two, three, game over. The decapitation of domination. Yeah. We are decapitation, domination. Da, 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 da. So again, it's it's how important the nation are for future feuds because yeah. it's going to be Farouk Taker after the next run of it things. is. Yeah. So we've got to keep the nation on TV to keep them relevant. Yeah. They're also they've also been a massive focus part of the show for the last year. Yeah. Can't just throw that away. No, they need to be on there. Yeah. I want to know when Delo starts getting to wrestle though. Yeah. Sure. I'm not sure, and I think it's proven by the latter nation of domination stuff, that Farouk is the main focal point of the group that works. No. They, it feels like they need, dare I say, a rock. <laughs> yeah. And I, where are they going to find him? In a hard place? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Vince drops a by any means necessary comment. I'm not sure he gets it. No. No. But then I still find it really weird, like, you know, Crush with his face tattoo. Yeah. And uh, Puerto Rican. PG-13 knocking around. Yeah, the white dudes. Yeah. It's weird for a yeah. black power Muslim group, you know? Yeah. That's how they're portrayed, at least. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, replays of Ken Shamrock fucking up Billy Gunn. <laughs> Great. Really loved it. Uh, Kenny uh, refing Bret Hart and... Um, sorry. Bret Hart and Austin at WrestleMania. Uh, Shamrock will be here next week in a no-holds-barred exhibition. Mm. Intriguing. That'll be some kind of UFC. Yeah. I mean, I'm tempted to watch. I know we've got a lot to watch between before next week if I want to do it, but I'm tempted to maybe sure. like, pop, pop an episode on each evening just to follow my way through. I was thinking that when... Because we're going to skip forward to May after this episode because yeah. there's not a lot of... Because it's the ECW stuff now. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, well, well, I'm definitely going to like look at those cards yeah. and see what happens stuff so we can kind of recap them next week so i was yeah. thinking before we start the episode yeah 
all right cool maybe a bit less ramble but yeah who knows we'll probably just talk about warhammer or something yeah uh, backstage bear is just kind of hanging around with a coffin as you do casey vick yep she's in there <laughs> We come back from ads for the second hour. Nitro Pyro segment. Let's go. Okay, let's play a game. So Vince says three expressive words like he did at the start of the show. (laughs) Uh, I've picked five words. Okay. You must pick which three did Vince say. So which three he did or didn't say? Oh, let's go did. Okay. Okay. So the five words that you get to choose from are explosion, ignition, contusion, confusion, and concussion. <laughs> Which ones do you think Vincent Mann said? He didn't say concussion because WWE don't acknowledge those. Okay. I don't think he said. Con- I don't think he said contrusion. I think he said confusion. I think he said explosion. I think he said ignition, and I think he said confusion. Astonishingly, right? This is the point I was making with this. So Vince says, explosion. Contusion. <laughs> concussion. <laughs> he literally says contusion and concussion. Like he's cutting a hawk promo. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> the 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 lack of shits given about concussions in ninety-seven is kind of mind blowing. Yeah. He's using it as like a buzzword to start the second hour of Raw. <laughs> Welcome to the second hour of Raw, you're gonna have a concussion watching this. Yeah, legit. It's like no no no. Half your roster's going to die because of those, mate. It mm. shouldn't be like, you know, uh, fucking unbelievable. Anyway, I'm not saying they will die from concussions, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not drugs, overdoses. Yeah, exactly. Mainly heart problems due to, but you know. Nothing wrong with having heart problems. <laughs> Is that why? No. It's for your 16s, just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. That's why I had two jobs. Riddling. <laughs> Crush up that extra strong mint. Okay. Oh, it's a spicy intro. So the second hour of Nitro Pyro, sorry, the second hour of Nitro Pyro thing. That yeah, go the gimmick. Switch right? the commentators. Yeah, they should have. That would have yeah. been funny. But uh, Vince is there, so we're okay. Like, I don't like Vince Man as the person in '97 commentary. We've established this. The best commentary yeah. in the world, um, especially with like Jr. and Lawler, because you can like shut them down and play on them and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. Um, but it's effective. This Pyro thing. The crowd are absolutely back into it. That they weren't really into the first hour of the show, I would say. Yeah. Yes, fair for a Chicago crowd as well. You expect a bit more. Yeah. A creepy generic music. Here comes Bearer down to the ring with his urn in hand. I didn't know Bearer had his own music. I wonder if this was edited. This sounded like non. This doesn't sound like 1997 WWE music. They use like the Exorcist music or something. They're like, oh, we can't use that anymore. It's like putting break down the walls on all WCW stuff for Jericho, which really annoys me. Yeah, absolutely. I want to hear, you know. <laughs> and the same thing as DDP. Yeah. Sure. With reverse uh, Teen Spirit. I still can't hear it smells like Teen Spirit without going yeah. self high five <laughs> yeah. right, every single time. Uh, last Monday, we finally got to see this segment after last week's timing mess up. Uh, Bearer asked to be taken back to, by The Undertaker. Uh, Bearer did it for The Undertaker. I did, did it, it for The Undertaker. Undertaker. <laughs> Bearer is very sorry. It's uh, it's great pantomime by Paul Bearer here. He's not a very ninety-eight type character. He's very goofy, very comic booky, and he's such a silly promo. But this is the last silly. Yeah, sure. Because of works. what happens next, it still oh, it's works so good, me, you know. Um, so it's great. It's really funny. A bit homoerotic. Yeah. You know? 
It's a bit like a battered wife desperately pleading for their abuser to come home. Sorry, did you say my wife was calling? <laughs> <laughs> so WF champion Taker ponders down to the ring. I think that's fair. Yeah. Right. So it's a good entrance, but it's not LOD. No. <laughs> and 100% agree that? with you with that. LOD entrances are always better than the Undertaker entrances. Fucking A. So Taker gets the ringside. And like, oh, there's a coffin here. Oh, okay, cool. Didn't see that any earlier. But he locks the coffin. He's not stupid. Yeah, he's learned from past mistakes. People jumping out of coffins. It happens to bloody everyone, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, Taker can't forget, but he can forgive. Wait. Like no, he, sh- what? he shouldn't be able to do this. He's a he's, oh well, he's an undertaker. He's a very caring man. <laughs> Zombie dead man gimmick. Oh, but I can't I can't forgive. But I can forgive. I can't forget, but I can forgive. Because we've been together since I burnt down my family funeral home. Wait, sure. what? <laughs> we haven't got to that bit yet, but we No, will, we will. Yeah, we bloody better. Uh Vince uses the word on commentary. Um <clears throat> reunified. It's <laughs> about as good as me, to be honest. Uh, Taker gives Bearer the strap, then punches Paul <laughs> like an abusive husband. But the, in fairness, like on the subject, on the subject of Panto, yeah. when Paul Bearer got the belt, he turned around, since gave the ice camera, going, "He bought it." Sure, yeah, very silly. Yeah, and they I say, like it. Don't get me wrong. Then Taker lamped him. Yeah, and then he, but the way he gave him something pretty first, and then lamped him. Yeah, that's the way you do it, right? <laughs> Here, why have these beautiful earrings? Kapow! Not really. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but then, Rich, oh, he he does the terrible thing that normally baddies do. Yeah, I'm gonna take so damn long to hit you with this thing. Mm-hmm. The accused coming, mankind, and out from under the ring, not the lots. Surprise, coffee. motherfucker! <laughs> it's mankind to yeah. almost try and beat up the Undertaker. This spot was awesome. Beautifully done. I mean, all, 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 all I say is that in the, in wrestling, the flashlight paper is used so badly. Yeah, it's nearly always misses. Undertaker uh, Hogan. Hogan. <laughs> I mean, what was the one recently in WWE? They did uh, flashlight paper. Don't know. Went so well. I know Jericho's been doing it quite well. But like, yeah, you know, Fireball. Yeah, but I'm mankind. A wizard. Funny gimmick. Love it. Mankind came out from under the ring. They yeah. fought, and he turned the Undertaker around and threw a fireball in his face, and The Undertaker crumbled to the floor. He sells it like a motherfucker. Like- uh, yeah, as opposed to someone who, like, 10 years later, legit gets caught on fire during his entrance yeah. and has to, like, go and wrestle a match after being caught on fire. Yeah. Well, that's revenge, mate. You overacted. <laughs> that what it is. And you're taking it seriously. <laughs> you wouldn't have got burnt. But, like, this segment's brilliant. Like, really man- good. Mankind Foley does the, does the touchlight paper, and he kind of, like, you can see him kind of lift it up, and so, like, it goes, and, like, because of the old cameras as well, it lights up, like, all over Taker's yeah. face. It looks amazing. Really good. That's probably the reason why the flashlight paper doesn't work now, because yeah. of HD cameras, because you can't get that All they blur. do is put the, the, the right lens on the camera yeah. and it would work again, but, like, you know, or change the the the, uh, the um, luminosity settings. Yeah. There you go, some tech talk for you. <laughs> <laughs> I should be in control of this, you know? <laughs> yeah. I did legitimately look at uh, WWE and AEW jobs recently. Oh, did just, you? Just to start oh, nice. Because I saw an ad for one and was like, they list their jobs? And got on corporate. Yeah, le- legit, you yeah. can. So uh, they're, they're constantly hiring, like, um, video media guys and, like, uh, intro guys and music guys and stuff. So if you're into that field, like I am, not what I'm going anywhere, I quite like my job. Um, but yeah, th- there's jobs available the, the the thing is right you have to choose between moving to connecticut yeah. or moving to nashville 
Ooh, nice. And I'm like, yeah, and Nashville sounds good, but it's, it's Tennessee. I love my time in Nashville. Okay. Nashville's awesome. Tennessee has a bit of a reputation, I'm going to be honest. Yep. I love Tennessee. But you're white, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Play to my strengths. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I follow all the AW staff on Twitter. Yeah. Like, you know, do you know them? Like, do you see them? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, okay, cool. It wasn't like Dylan Frymer's, like, lead head of production guy. Yeah. I'm constantly just like plaguing his Twitter, just like, like looking around, just like, oh, interesting, seeing what you're doing. Anyway, surely, and I'll throw it out there, surely, uh, your employer, sorry, <laughs> surely, probably, your employer has the clout when AEW to come over for you to be able to actually get some form of sway to go and see a few things behind the scenes. You know, like I told you about that bad dream where I bought tickets to AEW for us to go and see it and you went with the WrestleTalk boys. I'm just going to be sat there by myself. It's actually going to become a reality this year, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that, that no, because I will just go... I've got, I've got tickets. I'm going. See you later. Assuming I get tickets. If we can't get tickets, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, no, that that's like. Um, all right. So uh, this Royal Rumble is the same day as my daughter's birthday, and we're mm. doing an event in London. So I will have to miss my daughter's birthday, which I'm not best pleased about. And I was going to have a word this week to be like, look, can we not do this? My daughter's autistic, and her birthday is quite special. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, for AW, I don't think we have that much of an in. If I'm totally honest, there, there's the thing with like, um, I'm sure Dangor can get you in. <laughs> Probably could have a better chance to be totally honest. Um, I had to make friends with him again. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Louis, love you. Not the Um No, anyway. we're not twenty-three-year-old women. <laughs> he only responds to on Twitter. Don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, uh, no, I'll call out. He'll respond to Sean Ross, Batsap, Mike Johnson, um, or any, and or, or make quotes to his history at Rest Talk and girls. Okay, fair enough. To be fair, he is like 22, 21 Yeah, so, be fucking right. professional. Yeah. <laughs> Don't 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 abuse your position of fictional blue tickery. To yeah. there's quite funny stories evolving around that though, because he's not like the smoothest man in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hey baby, want me to get you some ketchup with your fries? <laughs> Think about that as a chat up line though. Look at my blue dick. <laughs> your, your blue your blue dick. Well, no one's touched it, so yeah, have it yourself. Do you feel we can buy blue ticks now? Yeah, but they made all the blue ticks gold. So it's like, what's the point? Not all the blue ticks gold. Oh really? Organizations are gold ticks. Oh. Has Rest Talk Turp managed to upgrade theirs to a gold tick yet? I don't even know if we ever had one. I'm assuming we did at some point. I know that some of the people do. Yeah. Mainly the writers, because writers, you can get a tick really easy, mm. but it's like a fucking YouTube sensation, like some other people on our roster or whatever. Yeah, no chance. You know, it's quite funny. Simon Miller doesn't have a blue tick, for God's sake. He's he's on his signs are on every episode of every wrestling show ever. Give me an up, Simon. Because <laughs> you're fucking sign off TV. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, but, the, but it's funny you should say that about content yeah. writing, because I jokingly said to people at work, it's like, well, obviously I write a lot of blogs now with yeah. all this tech stuff, and they're like, yeah, if you could get verified, that would be. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> can you make this viral for us? You know, <laughs> I certainly can make it viral. It wouldn't be for the right reasons. <laughs> Legit, that's the kind of thing you get in my realm of the world like how can you make this viral for us this video like a marketing agency will say stuff to you like that and you're like what you want me to make it viral oh yeah no worries my billion youtube followers yeah i'll just do that for you no problem <laughs> like fucking idiot anyway um 
Bear and Foley have a hug while Taker sells like death on the outside. A wild Sid appears to chase off Mankind and Bearer, which is a bit random. But Yeah, this, this chase-off and there's all the chase-offs seem to be very badly put together. Yeah. Everyone, there are a lot of running away and then a lot of people going, ah, they're blocking the entrance ramp. Yeah. Fuck. Happens at least three times? Yeah. Twice? Three times? Whatever. Yeah. It happens a lot. Uh, take with the big oversell, flopping into the front row and into the audience. Really cool moment. Even kind of decks a few refs and passes by. Well, not the last bit, but like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> decks a few refs, which is good. Yeah, interesting seeing take a sell this much. But I guess if you're going to do a fire spot, you've got to sell it. Yeah, yeah sure. It, but he said, odds to have, you know, eight days removed from WrestleMania. But we get explained. Sid coming out to save it and we get the Sid promo after yeah. this. So we go backstage to Sid. Vince asks Sid for his thoughts on what just happened. And <laughs> Sid cuts an audible promo. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's nonsense. But If you're going to play with fire, you're going to play with fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the line. Yes. It's, it's, it's disappointing. He did go Sid for the end of the promo. Yeah, he did. Oh, sure, sure. Yoda. Yeah, very much his monthly thing, you know. Yeah. But like, I was starting to really enjoy Sid. <laughs> and this was like, oh, just a dude talking. I still it. enjoy Sid now. Yeah, sure. There was a, oh, God. Uh, Sid, you know, um, Takeshita does the Takeshita clothesline. Yeah. Where he like you know, hits the ropes, jumps, and then hits the kind of yeah. like, clothesline when he can get it. Sid was doing that in like night two. Yeah. Sid was, Sid was an inventor, man. He was really good. If only he could cut a promo. This is the first promo uh, where I heard Sid's southern accent. At one point, he goes, no, <laughs> like in between, like proper slurs of words. I wonder, though, they were like, you, you've got to be a good guy now. We need face guys, so slow your promo down. Because really, he was heel against Taker. Yeah. Is Taker Taker's a face, though? Yeah. He was heel against HBK, because HBK Sh- is the good boy... Yeah, surely Sid faces a problem because you want it to be on Taker and Sean. Yeah, but he's now faced because he's come out to save Taker. Yeah, but why? Because we've already got too many baddies now. We've got Austin. Oh, fuck, he's a face. Yeah, he's turning a face. Got Brett. He tried to be a heel in his promo. Well, there, you've got but... Brett, Farouk, um, someone who's coming later. Yeah. And, um, and Owen. Well, who are you referencing? In, in a few months' time, we're going to be getting that's gotta be that's gotta be oh of course yes sorry yeah that's gotta be dr isaac yankum so what DDS. so sid has to be a face because to leave space for that because then you also get a returning heel vader okay so you need to have your big three faces because Ooh, what they're sid vader because if you think they're setting up a canadian stampede <laughs> could have been good at one point but not yeah, well, yeah. yeah go on so you're gonna to need to have the faces to go against the evil Canadians, or alternatively the heels to go against oh, the of course. Canadian champions. And we get the flag matches on Raw and stuff like yeah. that as well, don't we? Yeah. We don't go as mm. far as uh, we have, we're well past the Undertaker wrapping his Undertaker jacket to have the American flag inside it. <laughs> and his Flasher jacket, which is so horrific. <laughs> Fucking a. Uh, so uh, Sid cuts a promo, uh, and he says. Uh, I'm always better than you, but never better than me. Promo, and I'm like Nash is rolling in his grave. Yeah. Anyway, Triple H versus Gold Dust. Uh, middle class cunt Triple H is the best Triple H. Hundred percent. Goldie jogs to the ring because he's a jobber. Uh, Gold Dust attacks Hunter as and off we go. Uh, Gold Dust throws his clothesline like zombie chick. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the end of this 
this version of Goldust. So this is the last sort of feud before they humanize him and they go into the whole. Do you remember the storylines? The case of I'm just Goldust, just a way to entertain. You know, I, I want to try and have my own persona away from my father's persona. Uh, genuinely, no. Yeah. This. So this is. I didn't watch this. Time this period. is the next step of the Goldust okay. iteration because obviously they've gone. They need him a face, but because they've pitched him as a freak. Yeah. Now he's like, oh no, no, it's just get the entertainment when I see fans come out and do this. It makes me feel yeah. something on the inside. And then you that's made the reference to where this was going. Like, yeah. I didn't know this was it. Like it, yes. this, this gold dust right now is bad. Yeah. And that's like, that's the, rest the next is good. This is the next step. So the whole idea now he's turned face and is a bit lost. Yeah. He now justifies the gold dust character um as because he wanted to step away from his father's shadow. Less than a year before he's healed again. Correct. Because I know that bit. Yep. And like you can see it's not working and they're forcing it. There was no need. They're trying to go for the human sympathy story. Goldust was great a few episodes yeah. ago. And now it's like, eh. And also, he doesn't have a a, a female valet who can fight China. Yeah. Because Marlena or, fighting China is unbelievable. Or a match type which makes him really get over as a face. Yeah. He wrestles like a heel. Because he's just an entertainer. Yeah, but that's not very entertaining. <laughs> You know, like you've got Owen on this card. Yeah. Don't get don't get confused. He's not a son of a plumber. He's a son of a bummer. <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, Lawler drops a Heaven's Gate reference. Nope. Cool. Uh, Google it later. It'd be really funny. <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, so cult. Um, they're the cult that always wore the Nikes that were all the matches. All right. Okay. Do you know? No. So uh, I'm middle all, class wide male. I don't understand this stuff. Uh, they're quite a famous, infamous cult. I got really into like cult research for a while and like <laughs> suicides and gonna... stuff. Jesus, you know? like the Jim Jones stuff. Do you know about that? Nope. Wow, you've got a whole world of interesting stuff out there. Sounds it's horrific. Horrific. Yeah, I want to keep but, like, that out of my brain. Okay. I, I find it interesting about like how humans can be manipulated, like to a ridiculous extent of like killing themselves and stuff like Jesus. it's just mind-blowing to me i can't i can't understand how anyone would be easily manipulated like that you know what i mean but yeah, that's what heaven's gate was it was like a death cult thing it was, oh god yeah really bad really really bad anyway china stands on the ramp suddenly even though she's meant to be banned from ringside. wait the minute she's breaking the rules vince goes look at the muscularity <laughs> mm, so vascular <laughs> is muscularity a word i guess it is must be yeah china heads to ringside and up to the apron. You're like, she's not going to get involved, is she? That's the whole point of the match. Uh, she gets in the ring and she punts Goldust in the ribs as hard as any prick has ever been kicked by someone. <laughs> she fucking lamped him. She was probably told to lay it in. Poor, did she ever? With Goldust, like, shiny thing. You can really hear it as well. Because, like, every punch. It's the one yeah. of the good advantages of Goldust yeah. gear. Is every time someone slaps or chops her, it's ten times louder because he's got this kind of, like... Uh, like latex thing she's so muscular and of course she's going to break his ribs yeah it sounded like a fucking gunshot went off yeah <laughs> horrible uh, refs and agents in to try and stop Triple H from China <laughs> Pat from- Patterson gets involved fucking great huge pop when Pat Patterson fights back against Triple H you know brawling in the corner and you can see <laughs> Triple H corpsing he's like yes I'm fighting Pat Patterson this is great <laughs> so fun. so good Pat yeah. Patterson having a little set too with a Triple H that's yeah. what we want it's like those moments where 
you know, um, Lawler was a face and he'd get up from the commentary position to go rescue Jim and stuff like that and get this huge box. Yeah, sl- strapped down. Yeah, it's those sort of moments. Like yeah. this with Pat, like he's just like, does the whole fist back thing and like you can hear the crack of like huge, like terrorist. First style massive pop. pop of this of this show. Yeah, absolutely. For something as silly as Pat yeah. Patterson fighting Triple H off. <laughs> Great. Uh, they end up with Goldust and China facing off. Uh, Vince goes, talk about a genetic freak. Which one? Yeah, there's a mass pro- promo joke here as well. Yeah. Right through thirty thirds and a third. Did you know, Freak Steiner, you know? Love Steiner math. There's nothing funny than explaining jokes. Uh, Austin getting over. Um, oh, right. Oh, yeah. So there's an Austin. Austin promo. Sorry, I skipped ahead yeah. a little bit. So the thing I want to talk about was when Austin comes out to do his thing, um, a lot of people kind of describe this as not this particular moment austin in general is kind of accidentally getting over and the crowd doing all the work i'm like no he's been booked very well yeah i don't think austin as a character fit that mold perfectly for what they needed yeah but let's not get over the fact that austin's success is through his booking they've booked a perfect baby face because he had or they were building the perfect heel yeah in vince mcmahon who again takeaway to put it as the performer the the character rather than the shit shit ass human being is in real life of course yeah. the character of mr mcmahon is probably the best heel that company's ever had well with the thing he's gonna do at the end of yeah. this run <laughs> that's a moment in history yeah. it really is but like you think about the story they've told with austin every step he's a babyface. He's the guy that overcomes jake roberts at the rumble the old veteran that's trying to keep well other than, other than the rumble where he cheated to win the rumble yeah but it was kind of cheeky and fun and smart at the same well, time i wouldn't say it was cheeky and it was against brett, brett who's yeah. there turning heel and so you have to have the baby face against the heel right like if yeah. the two heels go in crowd are going to pick a favorite in general well yes and progress booking <laughs> <laughs> where's my shield yeah fucking a i don't know yeah and staff as well that was weird wasn't it staff was an odd championship the, belt. the crowd used to chant nazi staff Nazi stuff. Yeah. Progress. Yeah. Awesome. Good good old good old uh we're gonna need a bigger room at the Brixton Academy where no one can go. Didn't realise the security guards were taking bribes. Oh really? And that's why it was overcrowded and that's why there was a horrible crash. Ah. And that's why it's been shut for another th- several months. Didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, stunning. Some 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 security guards at that venue were earning extra thousand pounds cash a night, just letting people in. Just giving cash on the door. Wow, astonishing. Yeah. Uh I went to the Comic Con thing this year with uh, my kid and my missus and stuff that don't like big crowds never seen a big crowd in my life we just could not move around the xl was astonished how they'd oversold like the biggest fire risk i've ever seen in my yeah. life they oversold it by about half a million i think Fucking hell. Yeah, really awful i mean you never get that big a fish when i'm there at the um at accountex <laughs> sure um sometimes there might be a thousand accountants there yeah you know the people i felt really sorry for was like, yeah, there's all these nerds and stuff having fun. It was the people trying to go to the Jurassic Park thing yeah. with their little kids, like trying to get through these hordes of nerds. <laughs> Excuse me, Superman. Just need <laughs> to uh... experience similar things, like with cars or people or whatever. I mean, when I really wanted to get go and have my lunch, and there are people <laughs> going, hey, I need to talk to you about your software. It's like, I just want to go and eat my pasta salad. Fuck yeah, off. Sure. There's a pret in the middle over there. <laughs> Genuinely, and this is going to sound really unnecessarily arrogant in the shoot job, there is nothing worse than having people come up to me and go, hey, you're you. I've seen you on this. And I'm like, all right. And then, right, 
You know how uncomfortable I was anyway in bands because I felt it was yeah, really unnecessary true. for people to want to have photographs of unsigned bands. And I didn't same. really like I doing it. Very strange. Yeah. The latest thing I found is accountancy influencers inverted commas, and when asked at these accountancy events, they go, "Can I have a photograph of you for my LinkedIn?" Oh. And I see on my LinkedIn it's like it was great to catch up with Tax Williams at blank event and chat about so and so so and so. And a lot of the time, I go. I don't remember talking about that at all during the day. Because <laughs> I think a lot You're of... helping them get over, so, you know, doing but, your part. But yeah, but then there's, th- the, then there's things in the comments like, oh yeah, he's so... He's, he's on his, his viewpoints on this and this is so inspirational to what we want to do with practice and digitalization, digital transformations. Like, mm. you know that's my job to say, I, sure. and don't get me wrong, I think digitalization of the economy is a really good idea. But it's not my idea. <laughs> I'm not the guy going, hey, employer, sure. why don't you think about doing this? They come to me and go, we're going to do this. And I'm going to go, eh? what? <laughs> and then half an hour later, I go, oh, I get it now. I understand. They should see this photo of you in your tartan trousers and your fairy boots, <laughs> <laughs> which I will keep as hostage. <laughs> this is how I this is how I rock it out. I'm wearing my Yetis, my lounge pants, and my very de- de- now damaged Prince Devitt hoodie. Hell yeah, man! I love it. I'm never getting rid of this hoodie. It's it's worn to fuck now with holes everywhere. I'm never getting rid of it. But I, I struggle with even like out of boys at work. You know what I mean? Like I always make sure that whenever I work with like uh, a host or whatever, I'm always the first one to be like, "Great work, man! Thank you very much." So that when they say it to me, it's okay. <laughs> so I've already <laughs> said it, you know. Even like Ollie, who I'll be like doing work for, and I'll be like, "Hey, great work today, man!" Even though I've done ninety percent of the work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should get in. Listen, this is fine. Maybe you should get in there first thing. First thing you go in the office. Great work, everyone. <laughs> Hang on, it's ten o'clock. Now leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> Stop listening to Limp Biscuit, Luke. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, so uh, Austin's promo. He never quit at WrestleMania. He shits on Ken Shamrock. He shits on Brett. The bottom line is, I ain't changing for nobody. Big babyface. Trying to be a heel. Cutting a babyface promo. <laughs> What's going on? It's weird. Yeah, but it's, it's a but, good promo. It's oh, a yeah. Great promo, but it's good. But again, this is the thing, like the intertwined storylines. Yeah, sure. Here's Brett. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Austin wants to fight Brett right now. Uh, Brett promo from the Tron. Hyenas, King of the Jungle. Brett bled Austin out at WrestleMania. Brett is finished with Austin. Austin goes, you'd have to kill me to be finished with me. Yeah. Nice. Good shouty promo. Good dismissive nature by Brett, like being the king, top heel, you know. Do you think he's essentially having to run parallel feuds because they don't know if Sean's going to play ball? Or if Brett's basically saying, I need a backup feud because I don't trust him to go through with what we're planning? I wonder whether Sean was meant to be here tonight and just didn't turn up. That's why I got the, the, yeah, maybe. the, the phone call thing. Or maybe he got beaten up by some people in a bar or something again because... Happened uh, a yeah, lot. exactly. Um, I genuinely don't know. Um, I think... You can see Vince is desperate for Sean to be the guy, but maybe Sean just hates Brett so much that he just just wouldn't turn up to work sometimes. And yeah. there is a concern that maybe Austin has to be the guy at WrestleMania, you know? Yeah. Which ends up being not yeah. with Brett, but you know. Uh, a bit shouty and insulty, but like, you know, fine. Nothing to write home about, but more like a like a like a diss track, you know? Yeah. Two guys shouting at each other. A lot of falling over each other. Yeah, very much so. Uh, didn't seem to have much purpose to it, though. No. Well, it, to set up the end. Yeah. 
That's what it feels yeah. like. It wasn't like, oh, we'll see you at Survivor Series or whatever, you know? No. Anyway. no. Uh, time for your main event <laughs> of the evening, a WF Intercontinental Championship match between the champion Rocky Maivia, uber babyface Rocky, versus Bret Hart. Full heel Bret Hart. And correct order, Bret came out first. Absolutely. Because yeah, Rocky's whether. a champion. Yeah, sure. The IC belt headlining Raw. Yeah, Bret coming out, dismissing the crowd, almost flipping people off but not quite because yeah. he's Bret Hart you know we've done the rude words in previous promos well we we in the fairness in the previous promos like he he said ass twice then when I'm gonna kick your butt yeah sure sure exactly uh when chatting away to King Vince drops a you've got friends in low places line <laughs> <laughs> Rocky's daddy is bastard daddy <laughs> isn't here uh but his tag partner tony atlas is I'm Yay. Like, don't worry Dwayne. baby daddy daddy can't be at the game today but stepdaddy's here <laughs> yeah. oh god well it's good that tony atlas is getting a payday <laughs> sure <laughs> to sit down in the crowd yeah and, and again you know call back to what we've seen rocky going up into mania daddy yeah. turned Why up don't they just use his dad more importantly where's the sultan where's the iron sheik uh yeah they were here previously they were here at mania yep what have they done? Where's Vader? Who knows? <laughs> Disappeared. <laughs> Appearing on milk cartons everywhere. Uh, would you like to go over this? Or? I mean... There's not really much to say, really. It was enjoyable to watch the two of them scared, but this was... I felt The Rock was very nervous yeah. wrestling Brett, and Brett was like, slow down. It's just let bit, me follow you. It's a bit stop-start. There's the float over DDT thing, which is heavily edited. Yeah. You know, they definitely fucked up a few things, but Brett is dragging him in and gets the crowd there and does the, what he needs to do. Yeah. Um, Crossbody off the top rope. Good bounce by Rocky before the finish. Yeah, but sure. And the roll through to make it look like he was about to beat Bret Hart in the upset. Yeah. So it's nice that the champion is the underdog. There was a couple of moments that were actually caught me on the false finish. There's yeah. one where Bret has him pinned in a, like a crucifix position. And Rocky kicks out at like 3.5 and you're like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is fine, but whatever. Uh, Bret Hart has the figure four around the ring post. Baby Earl counts him down. Bret will not let go. The bell rings and a winner by disqualification and still the continental champion is The Rock. But the, the good thing is, though, again, consistency. Bret did it to Sean. He's now done it to Rock. This is his new heel thing. I'm going to break your leg. Yeah, not smart if you want to win the belt. Doesn't need the belt, just takes America. Exactly. Brett don't give a fuck. He's yeah. like, I'm going to punish this young boy. <laughs> and and even that's what Vince said on commentary. He doesn't care about winning the championship. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, that's uh, devalued the IC belt more than you've done in years. Yeah, especially considering it's Brett. Yeah. Okay. Greatest continental champion of all time, Brett. Agreed. Absolutely. 100%. Just double checking. Yep. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Austin out to attack Brett. Owen and Bulldog out to beat down Austin. Come for the save for Brett. The LOD run off and heart, LOD and Austin run off the hearts of yeah. Bulldog. Animal ruins the escape route by blocking the escape route. <laughs> so they have to run through the crowd after Bulldog's run up the ramp. Bulldog running up the ramp. And Owen and Brett going, um, okay, I guess we'll go through the crowd also. <laughs> With no security. And they're going, which no. way do we fucking go? There's three or four or five people that literally just get in the way of the crowd. And like, there's a woman that like leans over and like grabs Brett. Brett's like, get the fuck off me. Because like, you never know what's going to happen in no. those crowd situations, you know? Awful. Uh, weird match. Understand the ending. It looks like we're going down the LOD in Austin versus obviously Canadians and such. But yep. We've got a way to go there and a story to tell. Yeah, yeah but right multiple feuds. Good to have once again Shawn Michaels not turn up. Great to have that Brett promo though. Sure. Um, and now, as you said, the 
the unofficial reformation of the Hart Foundation. Yeah. So well, I mean, JR name checks it earlier in the show. Yeah, so piece I of guess. shit. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. So, yeah. So after this, we're going into May 1997. After uh, this, the 24th May. Next week is May the 12th, 1997. Yep. Uh, where we have Brett in a wheelchair. Really good. Really good. Really, really good. We will discover why mm. next time. How would you cornflake this one? I think this is a solid three. Yeah, same. It's- I enjoyed it, but it was nothing really. The promos were excellent. Yeah, Ge- genuinely. Even Sid, because you could understand him. It was funny. You don't don't pl- if you play with fire, you're gonna play fuck with fire. Yeah, it's always exactly. you know it's another classic Sid promo. You could understand it, but like. The, ev- the Bret Hart promos, even the Austin promo, it didn't go anywhere, but Bret and Owen, sorry, Bret and Austin, good promo work. Yeah. Coming into Mania, it felt very, a bit lost. Yeah. Because we kind of had to drop this and Sean Bale and all this sort of stuff. Feels like we're in recovery still. Yeah. Like, the, this is an important episode because it has the Bulldog, Bret and Owen stuff. Like, we needed that. We need to cover that and see what it was like. And it was good the segment was incredible like real yeah. top level quality great stuff like on par with anything nwo we did i would say yeah in terms of like the acting chops and the promo from brett it was just incredible like really well done uh not very heelish but, no. <laughs> but yeah i get what they're doing and i'm i'm happy it's happened yeah because we've been waiting for this for quite a while now this heart foundation thing and the next episode uh, you know, don't spoil it as I accidentally watched it in error before watching today's episode. This this episode for the pod, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, so we're jumping a little bit ahead because we've got the ECW stuff. We've got a bunch of stuff no one really cares about on WWE TV. Yeah, <laughs> and so we're jumping back into Sean and Brett. It's gonna be good, but yeah, I'd, I'd three cornflake it. But as we said, ninety seven WWE, pretty good. Yeah, coherent really storyline. Um, we'll try and do another podcast next week, but if we don't get to do it. Who's going to win the Rumble? Who's going to win the Rumble? <laughs> Hello, <Pat>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it depends on who owns the company. Oh. Well, it's not going to be sold in eight days. Yeah. So there's 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 two people. Uh, it's quite clearly going to be Sammy or Cody. I think it's going to be Cody. Which, unfortunately, because Sammy's over, it's not going to get the reaction they will want for Cody. It should be Sammy. Yeah. That's the story. That's the story. Yeah. I think I think you can do that and still have Cody have a really good showing and still put him in a really, really good match with Seth Rollins, which I think is what they'll end up doing. I well as in for, for Mania again. Yeah. Because of the story they've told previously. Yeah, because in fairness, they've got a year's worth of storytelling to get Cody to the belt. Yeah. Him coming back and wrestling Roman, there's no story behind it. Yeah. So having the story of Sammy, that's the good that's the good feel good moment and then have especially if they don't go fully heel face going into mania yeah have it be the same relationship and roman goes in going you know what to do you're part of the bloodline you're the fam your your family yeah you're gonna do the right thing yeah and you slowly have other people eating away at sammy and you know that's such a good story to tell Hopefully they don't just blow the load the week before money in the bank and be like, have the bloodline beat up Sammy and then it's just babyface Sammy, you know, because yeah. it's kind of boring. I, I do I do worry, like you said, with regards to ownership models. And again, I don't think it would be a, a massive issue because he won't leave the company. But I can't imagine WWE will want to, or the Saudis will want to have a show about the Universal Champion. So they'll either have to yeah. split the belts or he's going to be dropping it pretty sharpish after Mania. Maybe that means now's the time to do it. Yeah. Oh, God, God get, get, it, get it done. And then get a KO heel turn. 
yeah. and get the belt on him. Sure. I think, who, I who, think that's who also won't travel to KSA. I was going to say, do you think Owen sticks around if Tammy leaves? I don't think I, I, well, I, I think it depends how much creativity he gets. Because like Owen's, he got to main event a mania with Austin. It's pretty good. He's paid probably. Main prob- event? Yeah. Went on last, it's main event. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. It's the last match on WrestleMania Saturday last year. <laughs> wow. The KO, because the, that was a <laughs> big my mind. The KO <laughs> okay. show was going to be the, uh, you're going to end Mania with a segment. Sure. And that's why it was then, it, it was a match. And they're like, oh, fucking hell, it's a match. Most WWE stuff is very disposable in my brain. Like, I watch it and then I forget <laughs> what happened the day after. So, yeah, anyway, Firefly Funhouse, that's what main evented. That should have main evented. Not, not Drew versus Brock. Why they didn't capitalize on that ever again? Vince McMahon. Just, just bring Cena back and have him high five the cameraman. Yeah, nothing <laughs> happened to that or something. Don't worry about All it. All I want is NWO Cena. Yeah, that would have been funny. Cool. Anyway, where, let's end it there. <laughs> where can people find your stuff? Uh, at Fanboy Rich on the old Twitter machine and on Russell Talk at Passfile 9 and Cineworld and other places I work. No response. That's the other one. <laughs> Sorry, took me a second. How are you? Um, at Bearded Lucha on Twitter. I don't care about professional wrestling in the UK anymore because it's surrounded by shitholes. But I like chatting to people about the podcast. So that's nice. Yeah, Irish wrestling was fun. I enjoyed that last Irish time. wrestling is excellent. Let's go to Ireland next time. It's a shame OTT uh, shamed itself, but OTT have got mocks going over there. <laughs> oh, really? For uh, Scrappermania. Cool. But anyway, more Raw next time. It's <laughs> great to see you. Thanks for coming in person. Thanks for my gift. For my and Stout Mead. I'm very happy about this. It's a Forge World model, so it'll be a pain in the ass to put together. So I, good I luck. didn't notice it was a big, posh, expensive one. <laughs> Look, it comes with all the extra bits. <laughs> yeah, right. Bye bye, everyone. Bye bye. The louder you guys are, the better the wrestlers will perform for you tonight. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. We're tough. We can take it, baby. You got to penetrate in the back, in the back, baby. Oh, I can see what you talk. Wait just a minute. Oh! And I don't pose too well for uh, girly books. This is bullshit! My name is Piss. <laughs>